evening with my podcast voice. Why do I always talk like that? I don't talk like that normally. Why do I put my podcast voice on? Good it's evening. It's a super sexy voice, it is. It is very smooth. <laughs> voice and face radio. Um, so, yeah, anyway, uh, welcome to another Decomposing. Uh, I'm Mr. Daniel White, but you don't have to use the Mr. Oh, this is a really bad intro. I'm almost desperate to actually restart it, but I don't re-edit. Uh, and <laughs> joined by my, uh, my co-host, the uh, awesome half-deaf tonight, Mr. Yeah. Eddie Lane. How are you, Mr. Lane? It is true. I, I have lost... I've lost all earring in my my left ear. So, if if everybody could talk to me in my right ear, please tonight. So you're hearing everything in mono. That's how, very retro of you. Very retro. Even half a mono in this in this headphone. <laughs> half a mono. <laughs> only um, only I can have half a mono. Well, and, sounds and, like a disease. And also a weekly welcome to everybody in Belgium as well. <laughs> got all eight extra, of you. You only got an extra person in Belgium. Like nine. Nine, yes, <laughs> nine. Very German, but nine. Belgium it does, yeah. People. It's starting to sound like a Christmas song. Nine Belgium people and a partridge in a no. That's the word, is it? Um, as always, you can email us if you want to. <laughs> um, but if you do, in I Belgium. Might... Yeah, might hug you. I might if the first email. I might actually get on a plane and hug the first person who emails um, at decomposedpodcast at gmail Now tonight we have a guest, uh, uh, a wonderful friend of Indywood. That should be a that should be that should be a t shirt, shouldn't it? Friends of Indywood. He's family. He He's family. not a friend. He's a, friend. Yeah, He's a foe. <laughs> He's a mighty foe. Aren't you in a foe? He's no friend. <laughs> Actually, friends of Indywood, that sounds like a self-help group. I'm not, I'm not keen on the yeah, title well, now. It's not far off, though, is it? We're all in need of help. So, so yes, a warm welcome to uh, Ian Jones, who's indeed the the idea creator for, for uh, the idea creator. <laughs> <laughs> Eloquent, Mr. White. <laughs> welcome to the show, Ian. Please help me out of this hole I've dug myself into. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm just as confused as everyone else. <laughs> I, I had this idea of an intro in my head, and it just went completely wrong as soon as I started opening my mouth. <laughs> so, so is it was your idea for what we're discussing tonight, Ian, in, in a, a, a much more eloquent way than seemingly I will ever be capable of tonight? Do you want to introduce the show tonight for us? Uh, uh, I guess. <laughs> um, so the show, I guess, is about talking about um, separating the art from the artist. Yeah. I guess is that's kind of what it encompasses. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, I, th I think that's it. Kind of in a nutshell. I, I can go deeper, but we'll go. Deeper. I was just about to say that 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 alone is, you know, it's, I mean, we've 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 done. I mean, what is this episode eight, episode nine? We've we've never at uh, ten. Yeah. We've we've never gone this deep uh, in a conversation before. This is it. This is our time to shine, Daniel. This is going to make us podcasting legends. No, it's not. Are um, you ready, you, Ian, you, to join yeah. us on this journey? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys yeah, uh, give each show like a name, or is it just like episode ten? Well, so like it, a sub. Yeah, it's it's like kind of uh, episode. 10 or whatever, and then there's a brief synopsis which goes up. Okay, okay. With a slight theme. If you were going to name the theme of the show or give it a name, we should call it Deep Throat. 
you know, I like ah, that. I like that. I think oh, we might actually kind of sub, sub, Yeah, I like that. I mean, that's 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 that, that's that's interesting, Ian. What? Why did you go for deep throat? Because I think you said deep about five times in one sentence, and it just that's what it brought up. And it's and it's stuck in and it's stuck in your throat. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But I, I, I mean, yeah, it'll get us Google views for sure. Yeah, but then they'll, they'll get something completely different from what they were expecting. It'd be really I, disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, they'll be disappointed if it's if it's not the right target audience. Yes, it is. A, as soon as Tony said you'd suggested, I thought this is a this is a really interesting idea um, because I've had arguments with people about it. Uh, I've yeah. got angry with people about it when their when their line is different to mine. Uh, <laughs> Um, All right, and it's true. It's true. Same with really, me and Ian. Me yeah. and Ian have had the same debate of trying yeah. to find where each other's line is. Yeah, and, and I get know. angry. I get really angry at you, Ian. Do you? But I don't, I but I don't tell you. All oh, right. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I, mean, no, I, I don't. I don't. Honestly, I can't. I can't I'm keep just, that going. I'm, I'm actually just fascinated what people think because yeah. I'm constantly wrestling with mm. with 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 that. You know the line between what is acceptable to watch because of what somebody's done and what's not. And I'm actually always, I sort of, um, yeah, I always, I always talk about this um, and I'm, I'm always curious what people think. And I'm always playing devil's advocate or always sort of, if somebody's in favor of something, I'm always the opposite to see what, but if you like this, then what about this? Yeah. And it works, it works sort of both ways. It, um, it does and, just and, because and, just because I'm curious because I think a lot of people don't think about it no. too deeply that that someone like me because I love cinema and obviously you know we I I, I love cinema not just watching the movies but also the making of it and who's mm. behind it so um, there's a conflict there for someone like yeah. me where somebody else it might just be like oh I don't care I just watch a movie but I'm yeah. like yeah but what if. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, and in this culture as well. So I, I've become increasingly aware as well of the some of the films and TV series uh, that I grew up in in the eighties um, now wouldn't be made, you know, because yeah. of sexual references, because of racism. You know, uh, there's there's episodes of Only Fools and Horses which just mm -hmm. don't get aired and are inappropriate now, uh, yeah. and and I would say rightly so. But in, but yeah. in regards to films as well. Um, there are things that were acceptable in the 70s and the 80s and, and, and that sort of thing that, that are now not acceptable. And you have to constantly kind of reassess this. So it always feels like to me there's a line in the sand, but I'm always re-looking at where the line needs to be redrawn. And it's, it's, not, a, it's not a permanent, there's no permanency on this. So it's, it, that interests me. But um, yeah, so, so mm. let's just see where this, where this goes. But I thought, immediately you said this, I thought, this is going to be an interesting show because I can pretty much guarantee all our lines will be different. So I'm interested in yeah. finding out where your where your lines are and and what rationale you have behind them, like you, Ian. What rationale mm -hmm. you have behind them in terms of why why did you draw it there? Why not there? Why not there? Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, let, let's just see what happens. Mm. <laughs> I think I think a good one uh, to start with, and, and it's probably the reason why we're doing this show is. Is talking about uh, Victor. What's it called? Victor Salva, Silva, yeah. Salva, uh, Salva. Yes, Salva. I, I think that would be a, a perfect one to start with because when I first started talking to you in about this, um, could I, we, could we I got... just say one thing? One thing before, yeah, yeah. just hold that thought. I just think right. want to make it very, very clear. 
and I'm I'm speaking on myself, but I'm sure you all agree that you know whoever we're bringing up today, we don't like condone you know their crimes or their alleged crimes. We're just talking in the context of of cinema and watching movies. Um, just think yes. that's very important. I don't want people thinking that I'm supporting. Supporting, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah, not, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. I know exactly what you what you're talking about. That, that's um, a really good, yeah. important, important point. And also, I would say agree with that wholesale. But also, we are not either um, making light or belittling the alleged or actual victims of, of the people that that had yeah. these things awful yeah. things happen to them. Either this is yeah, this definitely. is really a conversation focusing on on a, on on art, on film, on cinematography, mm -hmm. um, and and the people. And their, and their characters. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great, it's just great, us. Great it's just, you know, it's it's just us figuring it out, and maybe we might come away with different perspectives. Maybe we won't. Um, and we're just talking out loud. We're just thinking out loud. And I think, um, you know, you, we got to have these conversations. It's good to have mm. these conversations, and it's healthy. You know what I mean? Um, Definitely. And I, I I don't think anyone's going to be wrong here, even if I disagree with them. Mm -hmm. I think it's you know a personal preference. Yes. You know. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but Sorry, I think Victor Salva is a good place to start because it was his uh, actions um, and and career that that kind of did start this for all of us, didn't it? Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Do, do, Ian, do you want to do you want to start with Victor? Because because uh, well. He, I thought Anthony was going to say some stuff. I interrupted you. Oh, you want to... okay. oh no, that's okay. What what I was what I was going to say was this: this whole thing started with with uh, I was talking about Clown House, and um, <laughs> which you've got. Uh, oh, there, I, I did wonder if it was a Blu-ray. Um, so so Ian Ian managed to locate a copy of Clown House, which, from what I gather, is one of the rarest. Rarest films you could ever come across. Quite rightly so. It's one of those one of those films that got got pulled in, I guess, the early two thousands, and, and you know it's just so rare to find a copy of. The first, um, the first week, I think. The first week. Well, I, that wouldn't surprise me, but I'm surprised it even got to a point where it was even distributed at all. Mm. Um, and my first reaction, my first reaction was, I I will never watch this film. Um, and and. Because you was you was telling me about your history with the film, and it's and it's to me it's fascinating because you saw the film before you was aware of the crime, so you well, kind of grew up on the film, didn't you? Well, let me let me uh, be clear about that because I don't want to uh, come across. Okay, so I was introduced by this film uh, by a fellow film person. Somebody I used to work with when I worked uh, for Comet. Remember that electrical goods store? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, out, of out of business now. So that's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he he told me about the film. Now this is two thousand and four, so the internet is you know up and running, but it's not mm. the Wikipedia's, and that's not really. It could be a thing, but I didn't know about it. I was barely mm. on the net back then because you know it was dial up and. Not every household had the internet, and he did. He mentioned we, we we talk about horrors, you know, when on you know on a quieter periods in the in the shop, and he mentioned Clown House, uh, and he knew I loved clown horror movies. Like I love it, the TV show. Mm -hmm. um, I love uh, there's there's loads of clown films that I love, and he says, oh, this one's really notorious. Um, and he he did mention um, something that happened between the actor and the director. 
And, you know, back then, I used to think a lot of people used to talk. I used to think a lot of things in film was like folklore. And it was just, you know, yeah. you know, when you hear things happen and, oh, this person, mm -hmm. you, you just kind of, it just gets spread around and you don't really know what's true, what's not. I mean, my dad had, um, this is going off topic a little bit, but my dad used to, when I used to watch films with my dad, he said he would list the people that had died on in the film <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, how yeah. they died. I yeah. don't know why he liked that. And um, and one person he told me had died was, hadn't actually died, but he thought he had. And, you know, for years I thought this guy was dead. And I was, anyway, but I've also heard rumors from other people about yeah. other films and it wasn't true. And so it was one of those things like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I just want to see this horror clown film. And it wasn't yeah. really until years later that I really, so it came up once on like a mm. website, like a horror website. And I was like, oh, this is like a real thing. This is a child actor. Like, I didn't know who it was. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like, you know, it was just rumor and innuendo. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like, for me at the time, I didn't really take that seriously so i i did kind of know something had happened but i wasn't really i don't really i see i can't really remember so much this conversation but i don't think i took it that seriously and mm. i maybe didn't really know what it, what had actually happened or if it was true or not you know um mm. yeah it wasn't much that i really read into it and went oh this is <laughs> this is quite serious anyway this is quite bad yeah yeah so so i i i I've not seen Clown House. I've not had a chance to watch it. I, I will watch it. Mm. I, I I also like clown horror um, yeah. because clowns freak me out. And so I yeah, like, exactly. as a horror fan, being scared. So it naturally makes sense to me to, to kind of go towards something that genuinely kind of makes you scared in the first place. And then you get a horror twist. So it interests me. Um, but my my first experience... And, and I remember Clown House because the... Um, the uh, the cover and and the art is iconic. Yeah, it, it's it's just if you, if you Google it um, or if you're not if you're not aware of it, but if you are aware of it, I remember the the the, the picture. It 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 this kind of it grabs you. It, it does what it's supposed to do. But my first actual encounter with with Victor's work would be Jeepers Creepers, which I absolutely loved. Um, mm. It did something different. It was innovative. It was it had it introduced a brand new. Sort of on on the level for me uh, um, of Pinhead and Kruger, um, this incredible sort of creature. Um, it, it was well filmed. It was dark. It had moments of of, of, of humor. It was just a great film. And the second film as well. I loved James <laughs> Creepers one and two. And I was then really excited to see what this guy was going to do. Um, and and I guess for me, in between Jeepers Creepers two coming out and uh, just using IMDb. Jeepers Creepers, that's 2001. Jeepers Creepers 3 finally came out was a couple of years later, according to IMDb. In yeah. that time, it seems longer yeah. because everything changed. In those two years, for me, everything changed. So it seems like it was longer and there was a delay because all of this stuff that had come out, and, and it isn't alleged, he went to prison, didn't he? It, it, yes, it is he actually. Did. Yeah. He did commit the crime because yeah. he filmed it. And they found other other material. So yeah. it, this one isn't alleged. He actually committed the crime, um, yeah. <laughs> but it all kind of blew up again. It seems around um, around between Jeepers Creepers two and three, um, and this mm -hmm. is a great way to start the show because this. The, I don't. What do I do? You know, I still love Jeepers Creepers. Mm. I still love Jeepers Creepers two. I still mm -hmm. think he's an incredible director. 
But I don't know where my line is with him because yeah, it, because, because it happened after the fact. So I like his yeah. films. I still like his films. I still think they're incredible horror films. But he's committed this act of of, of horrendous um, proportions on on a on a on a minor, um, and and I don't know where I and, and I'm left kind of feeling betrayed. I suppose it sounds weird. Mm. You start going weird weird places with this. I do. It's like I don't know him. I don't know. I don't know anybody to do with him. I don't know anybody involved with these films, and yet I feel betrayed as a fan. Um, as a father as well, it, it starts becoming personal to me, and my lines get blurred because I'm a father of, of, of two two teenage boys, and I start thinking, well, what would I feel like as a father if that had happened? You know, I can't mm-hmm. not go there. So, so lines for me, um, they go different places. I don't just have one line. It depends what it is, who it was, what the film is, um, and and where I am in life. I, I, it's weird. I feel kind of contradictory saying that. So yeah, this is a good one to start with because it's not straightforward. So let me, because because you've brought in Jeepers Creepers, and I, I think Jeepers Creepers is a great way to to, to carry this on. Um, so so he essentially made Jeepers Creepers one and maybe even two before a lot of people became fully aware mm. of of his past. So that kind of gives you a chance of growing up. Uh, being a fan of Jeepers Creepers 1 and 2. The dilemma comes in, I think, is when years later he gets the budget to to, to make Jeepers Creepers 3. That's and, and then that's the big dilemma, isn't it? Of well, now I know about him. Do do I go and support his latest film? Yeah. And and that's and that's where it gets really uh murky in, in regards to you you don't want to be showing any support for for any work that he is now doing and and putting out, and you don't want to be seen to be supporting it, even if you're a huge Jeepers Creepers one and two fan. It it makes it very difficult because you know, like if you grow up watching a film and you don't know the history, but then you know the history, it's going to be hard to then watch the films. And, and and not know how much you love a film, if that makes sense. Whereas if you haven't seen a third film, uh, then all of a sudden it's kind of open season. You you could have strong feelings of hate before you watch it, or you don't watch it at all. And and, hmm. and yeah, and and it had it, he had massive problems getting the film out, didn't he? Because because for the probably the same reasons, no one wanted to touch it. Because it could be kind of if if it went if it went really bad and you can't tell how big these things are going to get, can you? With 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 everything online, you know, this could have exploded and it could have ruined the studio. So so no one seemed to want to touch it. It didn't get a massive theatrical release. I think it got a couple of days here and there, and then it seemed to get a debut on sci was it yeah sci fi, and then it went out on uh, on digital and and, uh, and, and 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 physical releases. So. No one else seemed to know how to handle it either, and and there doesn't seem to be like a a playbook, if you like, on on how to deal with this sort of thing. So everybody deals with it differently. It was weird. Ian, what are your thoughts? Um, see, I, I was never like a fan of Jeepers Creepers. I mean, I thought the first so that makes one it was... easy then, doesn't it, Ian? If you don't, if you was no, never, if you was never a fan anyway. Rule that no, one out. Well, no, but I, I do. I did like the first one. Um, and I liked how it it was it came out during the era of like the scream, you know, slasher, mm-hmm. whodunit movies. Yeah. So it was a bit of a breath of fresh air. I've never ventured in the second one. I thought the first one was that's that's fine. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not really a creature feature monstery sort of guy. Mm. If it's you know, uh, but I like the idea and the concept and stuff. Anyway, um, so those didn't really bother me <laughs> as much. Um, I was keeping up to date with Jeepers Creepers free only because, you know. Being online now, everybody, you know, is on social media and stuff. So everyone's interacting so much more now than they were even 10 years ago. Like, it's crazy. And you know, even 10 years before that, you know, you had to go to your little message boards and find your own group of people online. Whereas now, things spread like wildfire. Uh, so, yeah. um, so I was watching. I was a sort of bystander. I was just sort of watching and reading everyone's comments. And um, they're kind of having the conversation we're having now. Some people were dead, dead against it. Some people were like, you know, he's, you know, he's done crime. He's also done the time, and you know, he's never done anything since. Apparently, I don't, I don't know this. This is other mm -hmm. people saying this, um, and yeah, and even actors, the the guy that plays uh, the the creeper is that is that the name of the creature? Is he called the creeper or the creep? Yeah, he, he creeper, might be called yeah. the creeper. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, he even came out and defended uh, Victor Salver during the uh, post, the making of uh, the during the post of the um, post production mm -hmm. of the the the, the third one. Mm. Um, and so it was just interesting. The only thing I didn't like about those conversations is people being um, maybe judgmental or accusatory of, of the people that were defending the movie, you know, uh, you know, almost like saying, well, you're a, either a pedophile supporter yeah. or you're one yourself. And that's where I, to me, that's where I draw the line in conversation. Cause that's not fair. You know, no. yeah. I can name a hundred films that are so problematic right now that everybody loves because mm -hmm. of one director, one producer mm -hmm. or one actor that's in it. So, Watching a film for me doesn't support the person's crime. No, you know I mean you, you you like the art, like yeah. you know Picasso's a problematic you know painter, but people his stuff goes for millions. Do you know what I mean? And he's mm. he's you know, and um, so yeah, it was interesting watching people and watching the 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 fire pit of people either on this side of the argument or that side, and it was um, it was it was quite interesting. Um, to watch and quite, quite, um, I don't know, it's one of those conversations you want to jump into, but you don't want to start another, you know, storm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. You, you don't want anything said about you and your character because that stuff's online forever. Do you know what I mean? And it's like things can get taken out of context online and, you know, people can just start throwing stuff at you and it's, it's not healthy, especially no. in this sort of conversation. It's not healthy. Um, no, but yeah. No. And, and, it can, and it can end careers as well. And, and we, Tony yeah. and I have talked, we've talked about this, haven't we, Tony, where, um, where the, 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 it's unsubstantiated, there's rumours, um, yeah. and, and, and before even those rumours are solidified with any element of fact, um, you've got projects being pulled, you've got people coming out and saying stuff, and, and careers are over. And, mm -hmm. and and you're like, well, why do we wait to to see where this lands, where there's evidence, where there's factual evidence, you know, whether this these things actually happened, mm -hmm. and then make a decision as to, you know, whether you want to support him, whether you want to work with him or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but that isn't kind of where we are. You know, it's tri mm -hmm. a trial by Twitter or trial by Facebook, and it, and, it, and it, it has a serious effect. I'm also thinking as well about um, being a Marvel fan, um, uh, about the, 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 the huge ongoing, fuss and furore 
again, allegedly, understandably, uh, with with uh, Jonathan Majors and his character of Kang, who's a prominent character, uh, pivotal character in the latest iteration on the Marvel Universe. But because of allegations of um, violence um, and, and that sort of behaviour, has called into doubt or question whether he's going to appear at all and or significantly in, in the Marvel Universe. And he's the main villain. And, it, and and if you've been following that, it's been very interesting because it seems to be hugely um, how how high profile, uh, how much money is is backing a project. Always comes down to money when it's Hollywood, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, yes. How serious the crime? What the crime is? You know whether it's substantiated or or, or whatever. Um, but it also often seems to hinge on how much people care. And how much they vocalise, how much they care as to what what's going to happen because of it, and that just seems to me to be like really hypocritical, you know, because it shouldn't be down to how much damage someone's actions make as to as to whether there's a decision as to whether that person either works again or works on a project or whatever. But that does seem to yeah. be what happens. We need to, we need to stop the witch hunt uh, yeah. culture that's happening yes. online because it's it gets people into trouble and it always ends badly for. Um, not just for the people being accused, but also the people that are doing it themselves, because they can come under fire. I think the trouble is, you got to ask yourself: the people being very vocal about it, what are they getting out of it? You know, do they have like Twitter followers and they want loads of clicks and likes on their videos and stuff like that? Like, yeah. I'm always, I'm always, I, I try, I never personally um, jump on any bandwagon like that, no matter how many people come out if there's four people that come out on one person i'm like okay that's fair enough that's their right and they sh- should um they should be able to say that especially under like you know but I, they can say that but they also need to back it up as well or they need to do something about it because you know people are um and you know i i you know, put my heart to people that these things have happened to, but also that there has to be due process. There has to be, you know, that has that that has to be proven as well. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, because that's not that's not fair. Because that can happen to anyone. It could happen to all of us. It could happen to me, you, mm. anyone. And due process has to has to has to go into play there. Because um, we can't just start throwing things out, and just because one or more people say something doesn't always necessarily mean it's true. You know, there's a lot of people out there that you know um, might have an agenda with that. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's I'm not saying all of them, I'm, but there's there's definitely some of them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Getting your name out there. We live in a society where people are famous in their own little world on the internet. Do you know what I mean? And you know, it's it's not like how it was 20 years ago where to be you know known or famous to get your name in the newspapers you know you had to be talented <laughs> yeah, yeah now you just have to you know it's all about the clicks and the likes and what you say about someone and i just think that i think i think people that come forward about certain people that's that's fine and they're well within their right but i also think people that are commenting on this need to be careful should really be careful and not be too judgmental about it Everyone can have their say of what you know what they think, but they but they can't label the accused this because it's not been proven. It's not it's not fair. I don't think it is, but no, everyone uh, else might be. Um, it's like the, the things with the Kevin Spacey stuff at the moment. We talked about this, Anthony, about um, mm. 
Kevin Spacey, because that's another, like, you know, <laughs> difficult one. But, you know, he's, you know, I, I don't really know too much about it, so I don't want to um, give too much of an opinion, but he's gone through two different courts and has mm. been found not, you know, sh- you know, if, we, if we're all saying due process has to be done, are we saying now he's okay to, you know, work on a film now? It's okay to watch his films? It's like... I, I mean, Kevin Spacey is is a when it comes to talking about the line. I think Kevin Spacey is a perfect example of of the line because, on the one hand, uh, he's not been convicted apart from on social media. He, he was convicted in, within three days on social media, uh, which is what we've been talking about. Sure, but the, but the thing is, when you get so many people making accusations and and then it goes to court. And I mean, we're talking like decades ago, and it is so hard to prove anything yeah. that happened decades ago. I mean, you, you could just say with a case like Kevin Spacey, well, he wasn't convicted. Um, but then you could also say, well, OJ got away with murder. So, <laughs> you know, that, that there's that line of, of not I, necessarily trusting mm, the court but system. Apple, but they're apple and oranges. Exactly, well, exactly. Because... From what I understand about the OG stuff, it was the climate at the time as well, hmm. where the Rodney King incident happened, rape, rape relations between the police and, you know, the the people were not so good. And there was a lot of media uh, fire behind all that as well. And also the cops were recorded mm-hmm. saying, you know, uh, racist, racial slurs. Um and yeah, it, uh, I mean, his is slightly different, but I know I know what you're trying to say. Um, but you know, for me, if somebody is found not guilty, um, that's what I have to go with. You know, due process until there's another trial or anything. That mm. to me, I have to go. I have to go by something. Do you know what I mean? I have to go with the law. You know, he had, uh, as you said, so many people accuse him of doing something, and yet that still wasn't enough because that's circumstantial. If if you have, yeah. I, I know mean, again, how do you prove to, it? I know, yeah, yeah, but even how do we prove it? Surely by having all those people going after him and suing him, why wasn't that not enough? Because and, things pe- people get convicted over circumstantial, um, you know, more than one person saying something. So there must have been something in there that. You know, the, you know, it's like twelve jury members. Is it about twelve, fourteen? I don't know. Twelve. I don't know what it is in England. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of people. You know, mm. to um, is it is it in um, England? Is it um, majority or is it every everyone has to say it's majority? Majority. So is it? Yeah. So, all right. Because I think in Scotland it's. I know. So majority. So I think in Scotland, I know it's the opposite. I know it's either like they've all got to be in it. Yeah. Or or it's, uh, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. so. I thought it was but, the but, other way around. Anyway. But but Ian, don't good. forget, don't forget, Ian, Kevin Spacey is a good actor. No, he is, and, and this is where the <laughs> art comes in. But he is and, a good I mean, actor. and that's and that's my that's my point. With a court, um, you know, if he took the stand, he could be a very good actor. But and, it's not just his evidence, the jury. Isn't it? It's not they don't it's not just based on Kevin Spacey's performance no. at court. It's it's no. corroborating evidence. It's building. Yeah, it's a like case. what do they have? And, and, and they're yeah, not gonna have a lot. Had, they had they had at best evidence, um you know, secondary evidence that could be supported. Yeah. Um and, and, and you're right. 
you know, and 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 I, I think on this one, I, I agree with Ian. I went through a stage where I found it very difficult to want to watch any of, of um, Kevin Spacey's performances, and I'm I was a huge Spacey fan. I remember watching mm. Swimming with Sharks. I was thinking, my God, this guy is incredible! What a mm. performance! And highlighting, you know, the sort of uh, the dark kind of nature of Hollywood. Um, American Beauty, controversial film, but his performance in American yeah. Beauty was incredible. Um, yeah. And again, in House of Cards, absolutely unbelievable performance. Um, so, I, but, yeah. and yet, I went through at a stage where I I couldn't watch because of these allegations, because of the the, the number of of allegations as well. I found it very difficult to watch any of his stuff. But he's 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 been acquitted. So, as far as I'm concerned, twice. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and by I'm the way. I'm not a Kevin Spacey fan, so no, I don't want it. But, but I, like, <laughs> I like your line on this. As far as I'm concerned, until he's until he's convicted and they've got enough evidence to convict him, I'm okay watching his films again. And yet, article in the Los Angeles Times a month ago, uh, Kevin Spacey's acquittal doesn't mean he should be uncancelled. Why? And it yeah, all... that's not fair. But what's no. the point in having a uh, what's the point in having court proceedings if well, it yeah. doesn't really matter? It's like, what's the point? I mean. You know, it's a tough pill to swallow. It might be difficult. It might still be problematic. But at the end of the day, his he's clean as far as I'm concerned. Until until someone says otherwise, I have to go let, with the court's decision. Let me let me throw an interesting question at you both. So mm-hmm. so OJ, I wouldn't say he had a, a successful film career, uh, but he mm-hmm. he was in the he was in the Naked Guns, which I love and adore. Um, and and the Cassandra Crossing, which is the first film I ever watched, so I obviously hold that very dear to myself. Um, so my question is: you've got you've got OJ who was acquitted of murder. Now, if you strongly believe that he did it, like pretty much most of the world does yeah. believe, mm-hmm. do you then go, "Well, he's been acquitted. He's he's he obviously didn't do it. I can go and watch the OJ Simpson catalog now." Well, how does that how does that work? I would I would go even deeper than that. Um, in saying, um, uh, does everybody have a line depending on what somebody has done? I think you've got to say that first, and then I can answer that question. Does does you does everyone... <laughs> yeah, your question? Yeah, everybody has a line depending on what the person has done. Yes. Does anybody yes. have that line? Yes. I mean, for like, yeah. Right. If I if I okay. believe somebody has murdered, uh, okay, uh, uh, some people, yes. So that murder's would... okay. So murder's not okay. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not okay. My line is, it's not okay here. Now, don't, don't, don't make out that I'm an okay with murder. <laughs> no, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, you're saying you couldn't watch a film that somebody with... was a murderer in real life. I, yeah, yeah. Now this, this brings, this brings me up with, with my. I haven't. I've just recently bought the Cassandra Crossing Blu-ray from Germany. Okay. What do I do? What do I do? I know, I know. OJ has only got like a, a minute in the film. What, 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 fast forward it. What do I do, Ian? Watch it. It's just, a great film. It. It's a great yeah. film. Yeah, I mean, he got acquitted. So, yeah. My thing is, is I can separate the art. I've I've learned to deal with this now. I might change my yeah. mind next year. I, yeah. I'm not perfect in this, but my line is: I don't have a line. It's mm. if I, I have to sit, be able to separate the art from the arts, no matter what's happened, because yeah. I will be hypocritical by just saying, well, this and this, I can't watch somebody if they've done this, but if they've done that, that's okay. 
the, not that the act is okay, but the film is okay because of yeah. what they've done. To me, yeah. I have to be all in or all yeah. out. And the reason why I can't be um, all out is because I can find so many films that I could, every, nearly every film you could probably say is problematic <laughs> to an extent, yeah. but yeah. some more than others. But I have to be, I'm all in. I'm like, nope. It's I, I separate the art from the artist. Um, that's I, I like I like that because yeah. it it does have as I just demonstrated when I'm trying to describe my line, it it does having a line causes problems. Um, yeah. logically, intellectually, emotionally, on every level, it causes problems. Um, and I like what you've just said about um, it's it's almost like you're grading. You know that whole conversation. Well, that's okay. That's not okay. Who am I mm. to grade other people's pain or or crime or anything else for that matter? You know that that's making that acceptable. That's not. I just I'm I, I'm finding the show this show interesting because I'm starting to reevaluate. Perhaps I shouldn't have a line. Could mm -hmm. I live with not having a line? What what does not having a line mean in reality for me? Um, so this is this show has gone weirdly exploratory in a way I hadn't expected, but it's kind of intriguing as well because not having a line is is an easier one to police than than having a line which you constantly have to recall. Yeah. It's tiring. <laughs> yeah, it's too tiring. And the amount of times I've watched a film and I've found out an actor in it has done something horrible, I'm like, oh, another one. <laughs> not that just... one off the list. For instance, another good example, Beetlejuice. Yeah. And I've talked to you about this, uh, I Everybody yeah, loves yeah, yeah. Beetlejuice. Yeah. They're yeah. making yeah. a sequel, right? Yeah. And obviously yeah. one of the actors is um, a convicted um, pedophile, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a um, pedophile as well. Most of Hollywood Yeah, he's... He's on the he's on the sex offenders allegedly, list. I, Tony. Um, sorry, sorry. Allegedly, I don't, we don't want to get yeah. sued. In I, do, I don't mind saying it's Jeffrey Jones, isn't it? Jeffrey Jones, yeah, yeah. 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 And he's in a lot of my some of my yeah. favorite films. <laughs> um, and I'm like, yeah, what he's done is horrible, and it's so. And I hope he get if you know, hope he never does that again. And I hope if he does, he gets life because that's just a horrible thing. But can I stop watching Beetlejuice? I love that. No, <laughs> like, I can't. Like, I can I I, stop watching it. Do, do you know what but I mean? Ian, like, I'm Ian, like, do you, do you think maybe because uh, some some of these people we're talking about they 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 are only supporting roles, so like if if a, no. com, a, a convicted paedophile was a star of of Hollywood films, do you not think maybe that might make a little bit of a difference? No, it, it, would, it wouldn't matter to you. No, if because it, let's say because... let's say Tom Hanks. Gets gets yes I know yeah everybody's let's, ears pretty cool. Why do, hang let's, on, hang let's on, say hang let's on. say why Tom Hanks need... gets convicted of being a, a you know a pedophile. He does a year in prison and then comes back to making Tom Hanks movies. Would you still mm -hmm. carry on watching Tom Hanks movies? Mm. You see, a man who has yeah, no but, line is thinking. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm always gonna be. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. I, I, I make I make an no... assessment. Yeah, I make. A... I make an assessment that I have, I can't have a line. Um, yeah. But then there's always that one thing that comes up that I'm just like, where you go. It's see, interesting. I, I, do I don't want to name, I don't want to single Tom Hanks out. Um, let's just say. <laughs> no, any, let, let, yeah. Any, let's move on from Tom Hanks. Let's yeah, say yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Next. No, no. Let's just say. any. <laughs> let's not say Arnold Schwarzenegger because he's going to come after yeah. us. He's too yeah, he's Tony, are us. you willing to get us cancelled? Cause that's a great one. <laughs> Yeah. Well, just just remember, I've only got one ear, so I don't know if I'm making any sense. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, so let's say a, I, prolif- a prolific A-lister. Let's just say Mr. Smith. No, okay. that's worse. Is it? Do you know a Mr. Smith? Well, Will Smith goes around punching Mr. people. Smith. He got cancelled for a year and then got let, let out again, doesn't he? So punching, punching people gives you a year off. A slappy Mick Smith. Slappy Mick Smith. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that, that's, a, that's a good point, though, isn't it? So to paedophilia, rightly so, yeah. horrible, yeah. horrific crime. Not, yeah. not condoning that at all. But that means you, you potentially never work again. Even if you yeah. are acquitted, never work again. Uh, but but slapping someone at an award ceremony for some seemingly dubiously stupid reason gets you kind of no work for a year. So he basically has a year's holiday, and then he's back. Yeah, but l- l- let me just let me just stop you there, Daniel. Because if you're convicted of paedophilia in Hollywood, you are right back at work again. Um, because we we talked about the I, I I don't know if I told you, Daniel, about this, but me and Ian have talked about this with our with our the, the huge mystery over why. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola keeps funding this Victor Silva Salvas films over his whole career. Mm. You know, that is bizarre. Not just that, but Disney themselves made powder. There's no way they didn't know. Well, they did that he know. was a convicted they, paedophile. Well, they they did know, and, and they just and, didn't know what to do with the information. No, so, they, so they hoped it wasn't going to go public, and then it did yeah. go public. But that yeah. always happens, though, doesn't it? Yeah. But 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 why would they even take that risk of putting a convicted paedophile as a director on a huge Hollywood Disney movie? Somebody must have gone. Actually, if this comes out, this film is going to just sink like the Titanic. I mean, would they have known though? I don't know about no, that. No, no. I, I I did read an article that Disney found out during production, and right, then they okay. just carried on. They they put too much money into the film, the so they had to carry on. It's yeah. all about money. So they got but to why... the point where there was too much point of no return, Ex- and then they had to exactly, go and, yeah. exactly. But why would Francis Ford Coppola, who he made Clown House, where he funded Clown House, so they obviously had a relationship right at the beginning. And then when he got out of jail five years later or, or whatever, no, I suppose, I don't think France, no, Francis did have something to do with powder. I read somewhere that all of his films were funded by Zoe Troop. Like, why? Like, why? I don't understand it. This, this gets the, into the dark side, sorry, Ian. The dark side yeah. of Hollywood. Yeah. I think the it trouble does. is, especially pre-sort of internet, I think Hollywood sometimes is in their own little bubble. Mm. And I think eccentric, R.E., Crazy people are just sort of forgiven a lot easier, yeah. maybe back then, and you know, or just accepted. Like, maybe not forgiven, but even just yeah. accepted as as that is the way of life in Hollywood. Because apparently, allegedly, so many executives were doing it, and 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 things weren't as connected then. We live in now a connected yeah. world where it's where someone does one thing, it's going to go on YouTube or wherever. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, you can't get away with as much as you used to be able to get away with there because it just goes viral or it goes online. You know, that video that that, that Victor Silver Victor Silver made um, would have gone viral. It, it probably yeah. would have got a release on some back channel somewhere, wouldn't it? So, so there's no way he would have been able to hide from it now. Um, so they were probably under un, under the impression that oh, people aren't going to find it. it's not it's not in public domain. They're, yeah. they're not going to find out about it. But also, and I said this to Tony, Disney aren't exactly kind of uh, without blood on their hands in, in regards to this sort of thing anyway. Um, and I, I cited Dumbo as as an example. Now we're not talking yeah. about child abuse. But we are talking about crass and horrific racism. Mm. Um, Walt Disney himself um, 
wasn't exactly kind of, and be careful how I say this, but wasn't exactly um, uh, squeaky clean in this respect. If you listen to the words of the workers' song at the beginning of, of Disney, horrendously racist deeply deeply offensive um and I, as i say i'm not i'm not kind of uh, putting that up at the same level as, as peter Fee. i'm not even grading anything i'm just saying no, these yeah. studios are full of people who have these interesting views yeah. and everybody's aware of it but because money speaks and fame and everything else it's brushed under the carpet how, how often does that happen I haven't seen Dumbo in years, so I can't, I can't comment on that. Um, I've never seen Dumbo, think, so I can't either. I think context is king here. Yes. And I think we have to accept that things are made in different time periods with different attitudes, different you know perspectives on things. That doesn't make it right, but it you have to you have to remember that these things were just you know producer made at a completely different time period where maybe these things well, not not that they were accepted, but maybe weren't thought about like they are now. Um, I mean, I have no problem watching Dumbo uh, again or anything like that. Um, and I always kind of watch a lot of old films anyway with context in mind. Mm. Um, yeah. So I can kind of bypass a lot of that quite easily. Um, I, guess, yeah. I guess the other person to think of, which comes on to the, the whole kind of power of giving people breaks and things, you know, we have to mention Harvey Weinstein. You know, Miramax. I mean, yeah. it was you, you, it you was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 yet we now know Harvey Weinstein for something very, very different. Now everybody must have known that was going on because he didn't exactly hide it. He was having parties. Um, so so were people just allowing him having his fun because he was so influential and, and great in so many people's different careers? You know, that, uh, is that not the problem, though? Potentially, I would. Uh, I'm just suggesting if you don't mm. have a line, does that not allow people like Weinstein to kind of work or continuing to work because no one's judging him? That's just mm. the way he is, and he's still creating great films. Do you, do you see what I mean? There's a yeah. problem with not having a line, it seems, as well, potentially. I don't know. And mm. I think maybe, you know, in Hollywood, like I'm not going to name anybody here because, you know, I don't know anything about Hollywood, but. Um, it, it just sort of seems to me that, that if you're trying to make it in Hollywood or maybe you're even at a, a level and I don't again, I don't want to make any names, but if you're at a level where you've been working for Weinstein and you are aware of what he's doing, you know, even if it's rumor or, you know, somebody that knows something, you're not going to rock the boat. And I think there's a lot of these filmmakers that was that claim to be best friends with Weinstein. There's no way they wouldn't have at least heard the rumours. Um, and they just didn't want to rock the boat because he was funding their films. And I think it, it, in regards to Hollywood, I think it all comes down to money talks um, and, and, you know, and morals walk. You know, it's just, they, it's, it's just one of those situations where ethics go out the window, I think, in, in that kind of industry, as opposed to, you know, what we as a viewer or family as family men, all three of us are family men, mm. um, the, the way our ethics are, the way we see life, it's it's very different to Hollywood uh, millionaires mm. snorting coke and doing deals on Wall Street. <laughs> it's just it's just very yeah. I just I don't know why I did Wall Street and I just started thinking of, started thinking of Michael Douglas in Wall Street. But anyway, well, it suddenly you get went, it went into a film pitch. Then I just, I just yeah, just, yeah I've, I've just I've just pitched Wall Street through. <laughs> I'd watch that. But yeah. I know I know if it was Hollywood executives doing Wall Street, yeah, it's just bizarre. But 
but that's my point. It's very, it's a very different life. Um, and, and and the same could be said over here with Jimmy Savile. Mm. The amount of people that must have known about what he was doing high up in the BBC, they just allowed it. They let it go. They was like, oh, well, you know, he's not doing any real harm and we ain't got any internet to worry about. Look at us now. Look at this generation. Look how we're out I know. And, Rolf, and Rolf Harris. I can't watch Rolf Harris cartoon time now. Because... No, because... No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's your line. You've got another line there. You see what? What Rolf Harris cartoons? Well, <laughs> Jim will fix it, and, and Rolf Harris. The some of our classics, some of our legends. That line has, has cut them straight off, hasn't it? Yeah, I I, I don't know where, where we go with this. It, it's different. And Bill I like, Cosby. I, yeah, I yeah. like the idea of of arts for art's sake. I'm very very passionate about that that it shouldn't be something that's just purely a business enterprise it's got to be for the art you know and, and musically as well that's really important it's really really important yeah um it's just i just feel uh, the whole of this makes you a, a massive hypocrite because i have no issue with watching rosemary's baby and 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 we know what happened with roman polanski rosemary's baby is there an incredible film yes, yeah, I know what happened with him, and there's evidence and 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 everything else. You can't justify he, what he did, he, but the film's incredible. He he went he went to jail. I mean, yeah. I didn't know that until today that he actually served prison time. They let him out for some bizarre reason because he was going to go back to court, and that's when he fled. No, he, which he I find it. that that's when he liked it. He had an yeah. opportunity. I don't understand. You put him in prison. Why have you not kept him in prison? So, so I didn't, I didn't understand that part. But that's how he fled. But he was convicted, was put in prison, and then he fled. Um, but, but you know how we was talking a little bit about uh, Francis Ford Coppola. I find it fascinating that 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 Roman Polanski was struggling to get films made once he, I, I think it was France or Paris or somewhere around there that he moved to. Um, and he went and made uh, Frantic with Harrison Ford. Mm. Now, Harrison Ford must have known why he, you know, he, he's blacklisted in Hollywood or, you know, he, he couldn't get any, any funding for films. I find it very interesting that, uh, I guess it was 1989 or somewhere around there, where Harrison Ford just thought, I want to do something a bit different, something arty. Roman Polanski, Rosemary's Baby, he's making a film. I'm going to make a film with Roman Polanski. Um, and it and it goes with the whole thing about times were very different back then. You know, like if you're convicted for doing this or this or this, it doesn't matter. You know, filmmakers are filmmakers. If you're a legend, you're a legend. And maybe that's what it came down to with Harrison Ford with Frantic. I really like Frantic. I thought that's that was a, a very film. different film. Yeah. 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 So is it about connected, connected um, as we are, uh, whether you're on social media or anything else, you know, whether you are, you're, you you know someone or someone knows you and they're on and they can put stuff about you. So is yeah. the audience, is is this online kind of uh, internet connectivity the reason why this is no longer acceptable as it was before? Because it seems to me that's the only thing that I can see that's changed. Mm. I mean, look at Josh Whedon. Yeah, he's as canceled, another as another example, and and it looks like rightly so because I, that did that didn't go. Josh Whedon's stuff didn't go to court, did it? No, no, I don't think he's been convicted. It's no, but he, it's he has been taken down, yeah, by the stars of his shows. And yeah, things, and, so, and yeah. on multiple shows on multiple occasions. Now, exactly, now this this yeah, is my yeah. point with this. Yeah. So I get no line. I could I could I could understand that. I could even possibly get to myself where I thought this through, and I could perhaps live with no line. 
But but Josh Whedon um, then throws up an interesting concept because from what his co- from people who've worked on his shows, I'm, I'm sure everybody's read that. Uh, current and back to Buffy, uh, he was a nightmare. He made everybody's life or a lot of people's lives a really difficult place, living hell in some places. So it's not judging the output because I still think Buffy the Vampire Slayer is incredible. I'm sorry, I'm yeah. that generation and, and and everything else. So it's not judging the output. But should he be allowed to work and carry on that sort of behavior? Is that just what's, what's he done? I, I don't know much about Josh Whedon. It, I know it, it was like his conduct. Was he just kind of like a bit volatile to work with? It was but... well, it was it was aggressive. It was it was bullying. Um, there was there was some some, some shaming involved. So it was kind of quite quite intense, wasn't it? So uh, how how any... was how was he any different to Kubrick? Now this is this is the thing. Like yeah. Kubrick, we yeah. adore Kubrick. We we adore his films. We don't adore the man. We don't adore the man. Um, but but it sounds like Josh Whedon was exactly the same as Kubrick. The only difference is Kubrick hasn't entered this online uh, Me Too world that we that we exist in, whereas Josh Whedon does now. And you know you've got Ridley Scott, you've got James Cameron, you've got loads of these old timers that are absolutely horrible and nasty to work with on set. Like, I mean, for me, it's a very easy line. I don't I I don't have any issue with uh you know filmmakers that, that that are just you know you know a bit on the aggressive side to get the job done like i i have no my line is is absolutely fine you know like we would not have an incredible performance from shelly duval in the shining if kubrick hadn't pushed her it did he was it right for him to do that absolutely not you know and i think you know and that had an effect on her for the rest of her life but you can't dispute that was you know that he gets performances out of people but but you know, then and then also, it's... you know, to defend filmmakers, you know, making a film is a high pressured, mm. you know, you can lose your rag very easily, <laughs> you know, because time is against you, money's against you, you're trying to get that bloody shot in, and, you know, things aren't where they are. It being on a film set or working makes everybody crazy. It's, it's, it, you know, some people can be quite calm amongst the madness, but especially on, low budget films because obviously the director wears multiple hats and it just drives you insane and there's been times maybe on set where like maybe i've been rude to people but not because i'm like trying to be a horrible person but i'm just trying to get things done do you know what i mean i'm like do you know i might have just said to somebody could you just get that over there i just just get over there don't, don't ask questions do you know? <laughs> like now to the other person they might be like God, he's an arsehole. He's he's a horrible person, but like, like, but to me, no, but to me, I'm just trying to get the work done. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to like, you know, it's it, making films is 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 obviously there's harder jobs out there than that. I'm sure being a doctor is, you know, much much more. It's grueling. pretty but intense. Like, you know, it's it's yeah. an intense being yeah. creative in an creative environment with other creatives, and you're trying to like, you're trying to um convey what you want and then they're not really getting it or they might half get it and they might it's it's and then the day's gone do you know what I mean? but, it's like but ian 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 do you not think there's a difference between somebody yeah like what you've just suggested you know it's a rough day on set and you might get a little bit tetchy there's yeah. a difference between that and then somebody like kubrick who is basically doing psychological warfare on an actor, maybe when they, they, they can't even take it, to get a performance out of them. 
Um, I don't know. See, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's, I don't know. A bit of a I've, always, I've always heard the Kubrick thing was slightly exaggerated. And yeah, he was quite hard on her and stuff like that. But I've also heard, I think there's a new book coming out about the, the making of The Shining by oh. Cashin, which I really want. But it's like £1,500. Anyway. That's an expensive well, book. Uh, yeah. And this seems like a lot of that is like hype. And a lot of it, not hype, but a lot of it's like more folklorish, and mm. you know, obviously that documentary about the making of The Shining really kind of added fuel to the fire. But then, if you read, feeling. yeah, but yeah. if you if you listen to Shirley Duvall, she said she appreciated it. You know, when she looked back on it, and she has no like ill feelings. I mean, this is not that long after the film was made. Um, Tony, yeah, so she, like, that, that's but, that's but a really she, good point. But then she would say that because she was still a working actress and she would be afraid of saying anything against well, she, she the, even, the legendary Stanley Kubrick. No, Cooper. but she even says that now. But well, no, she she's she's in a she's in a very she doesn't even know where she where she is now. She's I don't well, know if you've seen I, her latest latest have, interview. I, she was talking to the chickens. No, no, I mean I talk to the dog. It doesn't mean I'm crazy. No, but, no, um, no. I, I mean during an interview, she was talking to the animals in the room. Yeah, the I things know. that were there. So she's she's not. Yeah, well, but, I mean, but that wasn't caused by Kubrick. That's just the way yeah. the way her mind has. has but I don't know. I th I think. I mean, we're going off topic, but I think the Kubrick <laughs> that's thing. That's what we do. From, from what that's I've what we do. heard, is slightly more exaggerated because it's 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 more fun and more um, excite not exciting, but it's more mis. I don't know. It's more kind of like the Kubrick, the eccentric. The, the method director <laughs> and, and, and doesn't permission come into this so, so I was thinking in regards to your 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 uh, context Tony so yeah. for invasion of the not quite dead I don't think it's going to be um I don't I don't think it's going to be bad for me to say that that your direction for a particular scene with a particular actor pushed to an extreme with his permission I might add um so that you got the performance you wanted and he gave the performance he wanted so there's mutual consent here. Now yeah. imagine with that actor, this film comes out. It's an incredible scene. I've I've seen it. it it's very visceral. It works. It, it is. Yeah. It is an incredible performance. Imagine he. This comes out. He he gets kind of like a little bit more well known. Then looks back at this and he starts alleging that you pushed him without his permission. You're then in Kubrick territory. Now you and I both know that was isn't what happened, but he's saying but... it is. It, do, do you see what I mean? No, I do, and and do you know what the way I where I stand now? You know, this is this is a few years since we we filmed those scenes. Where I stand now, I don't like myself, uh, and that's the difference. I couldn't imagine whether whether it's hyped or not hyped with Kubrick. I could never imagine that he goes home and sits there and goes, "Oh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> oh, that was that was that. I shouldn't have done any of that on the shiny." Whereas for me. I can come home and I'm and I'm embarrassed. I'm in a, I'm a, I'm a whole different person. I've you know I'm a, I'm coming up to four kids now. I'm I'm on a whole different level of you know what what is right and what is wrong. How do you treat people? How do you not treat people? I'm I you know I'm embarrassed and I I really dislike the version of me that was directing. Uh, and, and I do agree that you have to be a certain way a certain person to be able to, to get a performance or really push or do something. I'm not that person anymore because I, I guess I care too much about people now. Mm. Uh, so it, it do me no favours 
you know, do, be, being really soft with somebody and stroking their arm and say, oh, come on, you can do a little bit better than that. Um, I, so that is why Kubrick is a genius, you know, because he did push. And he, I don't think he ever just took a seat and said, oh, I took that too far. I think he probably thought I could have pushed them even further. Um, and that does take a special type of director to, to be like that and do that. Um, so, yeah, I, and I agree with what you're saying. I think, you know, it could come out. And, and it wouldn't be any different to what I'm thinking of myself. So, yeah. I think we can all agree, though, um, that that just because you like a film or a TV series with a director or an actor or whatever who's been either alleged or actually committed these crimes doesn't yeah. mean, as we said, that, that, that you condone their actions. Yeah, it no. doesn't reflect, it doesn't no. reflect your morals. No. So no. I'm going to... I'm gonna... I've I've got a I've got a I've got a perfect example of of what will go with your what you just said there Ian, mm-hmm. um, and you know and it's a, me and Daniel have spoke about this so we've we've got a bit of a you know we've got a bit of an issue but I, I don't know if it's enough of an issue to completely stop us from watching him but it mm-hmm. is one of those one of those situations where you have to think about it and and that actor is Mel Gibson mm-hmm. because in two thousand and six when it came out some of the things that Mel Gibson was saying, um, his career pretty much died for 10 years. And and I don't know if it was more the fact that his career died for 10 years that all of a sudden made what happened with him just be- become way bigger, you know, like, like Kevin Spacey. It just sort of escalated to uh, to a whole new level because 10 years is a long time where he's not really doing anything. He's been cancelled. But then he comes back. You know, I mean, he, he comes back as a director and gets, uh, I think it was an Oscar nomination for Hacksaw Ridge. So all of a sudden, you know, he's he's celebrated again. You know, all of a sudden mm-hmm. he's back. Now, mm-hmm. is he back because he's a director? Because his acting career has not come back since, since that, I think Signs as an actor was his last big hit film. Mm-hmm. And so the dilemma question? there is, yeah, yeah. So the dilemma right. there is, like, you know, if you research Mel Gibson and the things that he's said, it is very hard to watch Mel Gibson now with a beard or, or quite old because you're almost just seeing him say the things that he's been saying, and it's okay. and it's hard I've got to a stance on this. Aside. So I've got I've got a thing on this. I yeah. believe there are things in life that aren't forgivable. Mm-hmm. You heinously murder somebody, that's not a figurable act. If you rape or molest a child or an adult, that's not forgivable. Um, I think in the case of Mel Gibson, this is the stuff that he, he left at like a voice message on his wife, ex-wife. There's, there's, there's loads There's loads of stuff. There's loads of stuff. It wasn't just what, that. There's loads of stuff. Yeah. What, what was the thing that got him sort of quote-unquote cancelled? Uh, anti-Semitic uh, views, uh, racism, homophobia. Uh, mm-hmm. He'd said to Winona Ryder that she was an oven dodger. Things. There's there's a lot of horrible things that came out of his mouth. Well, again, I don't even know what that means. I I think that's context. What, the, oven, the oven dodger. Yeah. See, oh, yeah, I think that's context. Is that did he say that? In a hey, I want to tell you something. Oh, right? I got it. Sorry, got it. Yeah. Yeah. The Holocaust. You're you're, yeah. you're this, and that yeah. makes you this. Or was it just his dark sense of humor, where he's just like, "Oh, I haven't dodged it." I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying something's right or wrong. I'm just saying, what's the context of that? I think because the, I think I... the context, I think the context with with a lot of this stuff, is is obviously heated. You know, like some of the things would... that, that he called his girlfriend uh, because she was black, okay. which 
makes no sense to me because he's dating yeah. a black woman, but then he's okay. calling her the N-word and all sorts. So, you okay, know, it's but very in strange. The, but in that, in that, this is me playing devil's advocate. Um, and even if somebody was saying this was okay, I would, I would still flip it. Yeah. Um, so the context of that was he was going through like a separation and he was going through lots of alcoholism and stuff like that. Is that, is that right? Pro Almost. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, he, he was an alcoholic. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So putting that into context, if, if I, I've met a lot of people that are alcoholics and volatile through alcoholism and they say a lot of things that they don't necessarily mean. And mm. they also, uh, a lot of out of character sometimes. And that's also out of character because you're fueled with alcoholism, you're fueled with anger, you're fueled with a lot of emotional, you're in an emotional state. I mean, we've all said and done things, maybe not on the Mel Gibson level, but we've all said stuff oh. in anger, it being intoxicated. And in that, in that, in that sense, I, I do think that, you know, he's come from that. I assume he's, he's, He's sorry about what he said. <laughs> I've not, I, I've not actually uh, delved too much into that. Um, no, no, I, I, I'm, I'm so, I think he has, and I think, look, the guy was going probably through a messy separation. Um, I'm sure if we were all recorded going through messy divorces and situations, we'd all, you know, put our hands on our heads and go, "Oh my god, I can't believe I said that." I do think there are some stuff that people can be forgiven. And I do think that as a society, we need to start doing that a little bit more often because we're not perfect. We're all flawed human beings. We've all said stuff. We've all done stuff that we've regretted. It's not been as documented as some, you know, some, you know, if we were, we're not A-list stars. So it's, you know, these things don't ever leak out or never recorded because nobody cares about us enough to, you know, record us at our lowest moments. But I think in the case of Mel Gibson, um, you know, he said some horrible things and that not good things. And, you know, he, yeah, there should be a punishment for that. But is it something in that context of what he was intoxicated? Is that something that he can't be forgiven for eventually? I mean, he I, wasn't, you know, he wasn't, all the comments he made, he wasn't always drunk. Um, I, but I, but I'm, I'm, I, the but, reason why I'm the reason why I'm saying the drunk one is because the other ones I don't know no, the context in which he no, said uh, it because no. because people have dark senses of humor and for a lot of people that crosses a line and some people are okay with it so I don't I, think, I don't really know I think for Mel Gibson the the com there were too many comments for it just to be kind of a casual or badly worded joke I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, he's he's devoutly Christian, uh, Catholic in particular. Okay. Um, the comments that he's made, uh, um, in some senses, have been offensive because they are also anti-Holocaust. So uh, Holocaust right. denial, Holocaust denial, which is which is offensive, clearly. Um, yeah. And uh, he's also there. There are other comments which I found quite interesting as well, where his portrayal of the Jews and the Jewish leaders in the Passion of the Christ are your typical. Um, what would almost be described as 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 uh, World War Two stereotypes of the hook nose, deeply offensive, stereotypical characterizations. Um, having said all of that, he has come back and apologized yeah. and said on record what he said was was hideous, was unforgivable, and and has completely cut. Now, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, those yeah. comments are, are unforgivable. 
Um, they are, they're wrong historically and they, they are deeply offensive. But the guys come back and apologise on record on a number of occasions and, and, and held his hands up. And I'm not yeah. going to judge another human being for saying something hideous and stupid because I've done that. Yeah. I not not anti not not anti Jewish not not in that respect. Not I've said things no, but I've said things that have hurt people sometimes yeah. deliberately because I'm a yeah. flawed human being, and I'm not going to judge another flawed human being who's had the guts to actually publicly say I'm really sorry. I don't think it should end his career, and I and I no. think the witch hunt that around Mel Gibson is disgusting, and he's also a great actor as well, and Lethal Weapon rocks. And I and I do I do I do think that that. You know, like the eighties and the nineties. You know, he was, you know, he was a, he was a, you know, one of those actors that, that you know, like doing the lethal weapons and things like that. You know, he was, he wasn't pushing any acting. Whereas I think because of everything that's happened over this last few years, and especially the the ten year hiatus that that he was forced upon, I think that has put Mel Gibson into a very interesting place as an actor mm, because definitely. he. You know, like, I can't remember the name of the film, but I think, no, no, it was called The Beaver. The first film, which is, you know, a crazy title, but the first film that he, and I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I've only seen a trailer to it, but he talks to a hand puppet beaver. Um, and, but but he, he's come back as, as a real character-driven actor. Mm. And every film that he's done since then, he's put more emphasis on wanting to be the best actor that he can be. Mm. Now, we didn't have that really before because even up until Signs, you know, he was playing a bit of an everyman, uh, you know, he was you know, a bit of a John, John Cusack, kind of the same in every film. But in the last sort of 10, 15 years or whatever it's been, I think that Mel Gibson has gone to a whole different level with his acting. Um, and yes, it is hard when you, when you see, you know, Mel Gibson with a beard and you're like, it's hard to just brush off completely the things that he said. It is hard to just say, oh, he didn't say any of those things. But at the same time, it's 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 a very interesting time to watch a Mel Gibson film because he's giving it his all. Mm. And you've got to respect that part. Yeah, definitely. And Ian, Ian, you made you made a really good comment, uh not on the show, sorry. Uh, <laughs> You made a really good when we was when we was chatting a while ago. I think maybe when we started talking about this subject, you you said something which stuck with me, and it is so right. Um, and it's not been mentioned. I don't think it's been mentioned on this show. So I'd like to just mention it if, if that's all right, because you probably have no idea what I'm about to say. He's probably slightly nervous now, isn't he? <laughs> so you said to me, you can't necessarily have a line and and judge. Uh, you know, or, or dismiss a film outright because so many people worked hard on it. And I think that is an incredible thing to think about. If you're watching, let's say you're watching a Roman Polanski film or somebody that where the, the main the main person is a writer director, they're the they're the they're the main, you know, they're the main reason you might not want to watch the film. But then you've got to also think about maybe 20 to 200 people that have worked really hard on a film. And you made such a good comment about you can't just dismiss a film because of one person. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> Do you remember I, I, saying yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, I remember saying this. <laughs> and I think that's why I go back to the thing of, you know, I mean, imagine if I wrote a film 
or maybe directed a film and I thought, God, this is my big break, or maybe it's my second film. And then yeah. suddenly my lead actor is just, you know, everything's gone to guff and he's now going to prison. I mean, should, you know, should me and the screenwriter and my DOP be penalized yeah. because of this idiot has, you know, yeah. done something horrible. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, I'd feel bad for the victims and stuff like that, but it's also like, you know, should this not come out because of this person? And should I be penalized for something that's got nothing to do with me, but affects me by proxy? Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I, you know, it's, do, do you know, there is actually a film that, that fits quite well into that. And that is, uh, is it color? Is it color out of space? I was just thinking that. Right? I was just thinking yeah. that exact film. Yes. Richard Stanley. Yeah. Uh, ac- let, uh, he hasn't been convicted. So I don't want to actually say anything that's going to sound like, we're saying he's been convicted or anything. He hasn't been convicted. It's all hearsay. Uh, he was destroyed, you know, in ways through the social media and all that, to the point because of an allegation, uh, domestic abuse mm-hmm. allegation, uh, that uh, the distributor um, uh, of Color Out of Space didn't want to take the hit. No, no, sorry, not the distributor, uh, although they, they didn't want to distribute it. Uh, um, the producers, the producers of the film, they wanted to put all profits to a uh, like a charity thing. They wanted to make sure that everybody involved with Colorado Space, the film still got out there, but it was done in the right way. So the producers said all profits are going to go to this charity thing. Uh, you know, and they did all that on hearsay, you know, on an allegation. It wasn't, he wasn't convicted. And his career has pretty much stalled and stopped and projects have stopped because of that. I think, yeah, I think that's, that's adding more fuel to the fire if they did that. Yeah. And the producers, yeah. I mean, no, yeah, I, under, I understand, I understand there's a bit of damage control and I understand yeah. people want to do a good thing and I think that's a good thing. But at the same time, by doing that, you're saying, yep. Yeah, He's guilty. guilty. Yeah, and that's that's throwing your work colleague under the bus before due process has even been done. That's pure it's panic. Like, that's 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 crazy. But yeah. it's 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 damage control. It's saving face. It's you know, it's you know, you know, it is what it is. But I mean, personally, I think they should have held off. Yeah. Um, for that, I think that was a probably a knee reaction just to sort of save the film or save you know the money that they put into it. Yeah. Um. Obviously, themselves as well, because we live in a you know society at the moment where everything's a bit temperamental like that. Um, but doing that, that's you know, that's I don't know, that's that doesn't sit well with me, especially if there's nothing, there's not been any sort of police investigation or anything proven. That doesn't sit well with me because any of us could be that person that somebody throws under the bus like that. But House so, of Cards, House of Cards did the exact same thing to Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yeah. They didn't, they didn't threw him under the bus before yeah. anything had happened. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's wrong. Yeah. Um. Didn't they make Kevin Spacey pay money back for the money that they lost? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. therefore, and, does does Netflix now pay that money back to him? No, I don't think so. I don't because know. obviously, like it's obviously. He's got the non the not guilty vote verdict on two trials. Does does he then sue Netflix for? Well, I don't know. Do I don't know it. how that it, works. It gets messy, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, it's it's like Johnny Depp. You know, Johnny yeah. Depp lost loads of work 
because of what's her face. Um, and yeah, Amber, Amber, yeah, and you know, and 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 he he just put it all all into the court case, um, which I'm very sad to say that I I did watch it because I was so I was more curious I, I about did you as well? I was more curious about Johnny Depp's life, like like his real <laughs> life. What you know, it's the only way you could actually go completely into somebody's life. Yeah. Um, even even though you don't necessarily know what what is right, what's wrong, what's made up, what's you know what's exaggerated, but it but it was fascinating to get two versions of events of of Johnny Depp's life. I I found myself watching it every day for that. But he he basically had nothing to lose because he was never going to work again. No. Uh, and he won. Mm. And now he's back. Um, so, again, you know, it's very similar to... Sort to of that, back. Isn't it? Sort of back. <laughs> oh, he's back. You just you just wait for the next Pirate Caribbean. Yeah, film, he's back in that. Yeah, I, I found that... <laughs> see, I, I, I love Johnny Depp. I think he's an incredible I do. actor. I, do. Uh, I like his flaws. Yeah, I like he's him, flawed, but, I like, but yeah. I like his flaws. I like the fact he's not squeaky clean. There's a no. great... If you've not... If you haven't read it, read it. It's great. A really, really in-depth Rolling Stones article with him where, where um, the interviewer's kind of... He spends overnight with him. He's, he's there in the mansion for days. And, and <laughs> he's freaked... He's properly freaked out, you know, because Johnny Depp... I think I've read that one, yeah. It's a, it's isn't it brilliant? It's yeah. fascinating. Fascinating, of, of like behind the, the gates of, of Johnny Depp, the guy, and he was completely honest with this interview as well. Beautifully yeah. honest, brutally, yeah. scarily. Yeah. But here's the thing: Johnny Depp's another person. He's got a very, very dark sense of humor. Yes, he, um, he does. Sure as we found out, didn't we? We did. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, when I was looking at those texts, you could read them so many different ways. Oh. I mean, yeah. I've got a, yeah. I've got quite a dark sense of humor. Yeah. I love dark so humor. Do I. I, like so do most I. of my most of the TV shows and movies I have yeah. always have dark twists to them. Yeah, and yeah. you know, if my messages to my friends were taken out of context, I would, I would sound like the worst person ever. But it's it's yeah. not done in malice. It's just no, no. It's just that's the humor that I find funny. So when I was yeah. hearing his texts read by the other lawyer and the way she was saying it was very serious monotone, yeah. I was just like, he's just been a, he's just been a, a twat really. Like yeah. he's just been a, a goofy twat with his mates. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. Saying that and he that's... wanted to put her body in, in a trunk. He was obviously, you know, like he was saying that he wanted to murder on many different occasions. He now was, what, what should he be done for attempted murder? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like he's obviously poetic, you know, license yeah. with his descriptions because he's an artist. He's not just going to say, "Oh yeah, I'm just going to like, you know, uh, ignore gonna it." He's got he's <laughs> he's going to he's going to write this and it's yeah. going to be like it's going to be poetry. Nasty, horrible, dark poetry, but like he's, yeah. you know, he's an expressive person like a lot of artists. They don't, you know, they're not, you know, but a lot of people say stuff like like I've said, "Oh god, I'm going to Kill him, he's just wrecked the room. Doesn't mean I'm yeah. actually gonna kill the person. <laughs> it's a yeah, bigger no. speech. Yeah. yeah. Do you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like 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 I've even said, God, I'm just gonna kill myself today. And it's because something's not working or whatever. I'm not literally gonna do that. It's just sometimes we use, you know, expressive words and sometimes they're a bit over the top to describe something. And sometimes we can express those in moments of anger, volatility. Uh, and it can even be directed to something, but it's not always literal, you know. And I, I think, you know. I, I think also as well, when you when you meet somebody on the same level of sense of humor as yourself, yeah. then that's when you never ever want 
those texts to be taken yeah. out of context. And I think that's yeah. what happened with, with Johnny Depp. He, he, yeah. he, he, he'd, he'd got a friend that had a dark sense of humor just like him. Yeah. And so you've got these two people just bouncing horrible stuff off each other. They're probably trying to outdo each other. Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't be taken against his character that that he's that he's got a friend that that he's having a laugh with, a personal laugh. Like he he would he probably wouldn't say any of those things if he thought, oh, th- this is going to come out one day in in court and used against me. But that's the power of, of, of social media as well. So even when he won, uh, for and probably still now, there will be people out there who will say, yeah, but he, I think he was guilty and won't watch his films yeah. because yeah. they they think even though he's been acquitted, uh, and yeah. we won. The, the, yeah. the, so, so the power of social media, the power of public opinion, um, yeah. destroys or makes careers, irrespective of the facts. And I don't want to be part of that. I, I don't want. No, to be part I don't. Of that judgment. I, I, I don't. I don't want to be part of any bandwagon like that. I'm very, yeah. very careful not to um, make judgments on people. You know, when the Kevin Spacey thing happened. Um, even the Johnny Depp thing happened, and lots of others. I, I tend to stay out of those. Because yeah. to me, I don't really have an opinion until something is final. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just, I just don't want to add fuel to that fire because I know that, you know, at at this point, it's just hearsay. It's just, it's just a lynch people... mob. It's just yeah, yeah. lynch mob. Yeah. I don't want to be part. Of that. I don't want to be part of that. It's. I think that's disgusting. I think that's yeah. sometimes more disgusting than the people that they're accusing half the time. Um, maybe not so bad, but um, <laughs> I, I I always wonder like who are the people that judge you know, jump to um, conclusions like this like but who are these people that are so um... perfect in their lives yeah. that they can like, say who these, yeah <laughs> who are these people that have never done anything or said anything wrong They're so saintly that they can but yeah. dissect you. And, and so, yeah. I, I, I think the uh, and what you were saying right at the top of the show, Ian, is that um, uh, you know if we have these judgments and and we allow those judgments to affect what we watch, then we won't watch anything because we, we're making these judgments on on things that are high profile. Johnny Depp, you know, these people we discussed, but but I mean, Christian, are you gonna are you gonna not watch a Christian Bale film because of, because he's caught on camera having an off day and and really haranguing someone? You know, where where do you draw the line? You've got to separate art from 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 a person because we all have bad days. And I also think context is king. Yes, you have to apply context to a lot of these things. You can't bundle it up, like say like with the Mel Gibson thing. You can't just bundle up and go. It's this. He's just saying this. It's yeah. just like, well, hang on. There's all these individual instances. What was going on there? And even you know, with that, do I stop watching these movies? Like, yeah. I don't know. And I also think. Um, so I went on for tangent then, and then I, I just lost what I was going to say. Yeah, happens to us all the had, time. I've had that a few times. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I also—that's what I was going to say. I also think there's things that are forgivable and yeah. things that are redeemable. Even something that's horrible, I think you can. I think that we've got to learn. I've said this before. We've got to learn to go. Okay, he he said this, or he did this. Some things, some things, and probably not <laughs> most are not, but. You know he's grown from it. He's learned from it, and he's moving on to this because that's, you know, we're, that's we're humans. You know, the good thing about making mistakes is that we 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 can learn from them and grow. Do you know what I mean? If we can't make mistakes, we can't grow. 
And uh, yeah. no matter how severe those mistakes are, we have to be able to be human and be like, look, you did something wrong. You've made up for it. You've done this. You've said this. And, you know, at some point you have to move on. I, I think I, I'm th- thinking back on Victor Salva as well. And I don't want to, I, I, I'm, I'm questioning the line of the sand thing, but I'm also thinking, are there issues where not watching a film or not, or not supporting a film by watching it, so to speak, uh, Victor Salva, for example. Now he abused his his lead in in Killer Clowns. Uh, so this is sorry, clown, sorry, got the Killer Clowns. Uh, Killer I'm, Clowns was made exactly the same time, so it's easy to get confused. And it had clowns in yeah. it. But yes, you're right. Sorry, uh, but so there's a safeguarding issue there, isn't it? He 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 abused yeah. someone on. So there is an argument yeah. that he perhaps shouldn't have been able to make a film again because there's safeguarding. But then he did. He was allowed to make films again. So you kind of think, well, then the boat's kind of gone with that one because, or the horse has got whatever the metaphor is, because he's now made films. He perhaps shouldn't have been allowed to make films again because safeguarding yeah. issue. Yeah, I agree and, and definitely. Yeah. And even then, they, so that gets murky as well. So even though I'm saying yeah. this, he did make more films. So yeah. you can't stop him from making films now because that's. But here's, a, here's another. Here's another question. Um, should if somebody does something heinous, should they? never be allowed to even if they've done let's just say they've done something i'm not going to pinpoint what they've done but something really bad they've mm-hmm. done you know they've done the time in prison should they be allowed they're allowed back in society should they be allowed to go back to said job what jobs are they not allowed to do obviously some jobs are not allowed to do because maybe of the crime associated um but should they not come back and film something i mean what else are they going to do I mean, are they? Yeah. Are we just gonna? You know, are we gonna have to pay through the government? You know, they're gonna have to just. You know, is is it better that they're paying taxes like everyone else? I mean, I don't. I don't know the answer to this, by the way. No. I mean, um, what what do we do with them? <laughs> like, you know, it's they like could go and work I, at McDonald's, I suppose, couldn't they? But do, do I want to then therefore support McDonald's because they're you know they have somebody <laughs> working? I know it, it. It's problematic, isn't it? Yeah. You know, do do you put a chaperone on them? You know, so if there's a safeguarding issue, do you let them become a direct a director again? But there's a sh- it gets it gets confusing. It's not clear cut at all, is it? No. Once you separate from the art, art, and you're not condoning their activities or their or their crime. Once you get into this kind of area, you're thinking, well, I don't know. Is it, it should it be a case by case basis? I don't know. Yeah, I I found I found that the story with uh, I can't remember his name the the the, the fellow that, that played uh, Pee Wee Herman, uh, Rubens. Paul Rubens. Paul, Paul, Paul Rubens. Rubens. Yeah. I found yeah. that an interest. I found that an interesting case because mm-hmm. he he obviously had uh, issues with with. Uh, t- 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 Child pornography, I think, is what it, I, I don't think it, I don't think he, there was no molesting. I think it was I think it was just child pornography. Um, and so but when he died, the outpour from Hollywood celebrities, people that worked with him, fans of the Pee Wee show, the, the Pee Wee films. It was like 95 percent that, that was that was love, respect that, that, that have wished him you know, not to have died. Um, and then obviously the 5% of, of people that would, you know, love to jump on it and say, well, he did this and he obviously had a sick night, you know, and this and this and this. Um, that is a situation where you kind of get an idea of maybe that he had issues, but he was forgiven ultimately. 
I find that one a very, very interesting case. Yeah. That, that he wasn't cancelled. He wasn't lynch mobbed. Um, maybe by a few trolls that, that, that you know, are perfect people that, that are, you know, can't do no wrong, but, you know, have to go after people like that. But, but he, you know, he asked for forgiveness and he still worked in Hollywood. Um, and people still love the man. I didn't know. I, I knew about the the scandal in the cinema. I didn't know. I don't know anything about this later thing. Um, so I, can't, I don't want to comment on it too much. Um, but yeah, that maybe maybe there's a lot of people that don't know about that one because I know his mugshot is in for the cinema incident, um, and that one got around more than the other incident that took place. So maybe that's what it was. Not, I mean, not everybody looks deep into somebody's personal life like no. we probably do. Until they die, and then all the information yeah. comes out. So maybe, maybe not many people... Was he convicted of that second? I think he was. I think he was. And that's, and that's, yeah, that's, that's where that line comes I, in, uh, you know, of him still being able to like, play Pee Wee maybe Herman. Conf- and... Maybe you should confirm that, but... <laughs> Um, I think he was convicted, and that's where where everybody kind of like, well, we're not watching this. It, that seems no, to be kicked off. I know he was with the cinema thing, because we're talking about two different instances. There is two different instances. Yeah, yeah there's stuff that can was I, found on his. As computer, you talk, can I just Google it? Because I just yeah, want to just make sure that um, he definitely. Whilst uh, you're googling that, do you want me to tell you my my thoughts on Clown House? That gives you. Oh, gives did you, you actually watch it? I did, I did. Okay. And so this is my this is my thoughts now. Now this is me watching a Victor Silver Salvers uh, film. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you have you got some information there? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just carry on. Oh, carry on. Um, and so obviously this this was this was a different experience for me watching it, knowing what I know about the director and also the abused child in the film. It got six minutes into the film, and I wanted to turn the film off because it became very apparent that he liked young boys because one of the boys had his, his top off. There was another boy where he was just walking around in his pants. Um, and then all of a sudden, six minutes in, one of the boys pulls his pants down and you see his bum. And I'm just thinking, okay, now it only takes somebody like Victor Salva to put a sequence in there like this. And I then really felt uncomfortable watching it. Knowing what I know about the director and also the the, the, the young boy that, that was molested, I just I, I like I just felt really like horrible watching it. You know, it's almost I don't know, it's, it's it was like a weird experience. And I car- I carried on think hoping that there wouldn't be anything else like that. And if it happened again, I was just gonna turn it off. Um and luckily the, there wasn't really anything like that again. It was almost like that's the scene. And then all of a sudden, it then just became a normal horror film. Um, so I started watching it in a different way. I started looking at it as well. The cinematography is great. The music, I really like the music in this film. I like the creepiness of the atmosphere and the clowns. The guy can direct. I can see why he ended up making Jeepers Creepers, because this is this is a visionary. He's he's a he's a good talented filmmaker. But uh, but it, it was it was a fifty fifty. Like I felt really uncomfortable watching it, and I was I felt like I was battling something within myself to to keep watching it to the end, um, of which I did. And um, 
so yeah, I mean, I, I would never watch a film again. I never, I never got anything from it that would make me want to watch it again. Uh, but at the same time, I could, I could see why Francis Ford Coppola would look at this and go, "This, this guy's a good filmmaker. This guy could bring in some money for me." Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's my review on Clownhouse. So, so do you, um, this is just for my sake. Do, so, did you like? I didn't like the film. I, I, but you know, this was this was this was me disassociating myself with what I knew about the director and the actor, because once I got about 10, 15 minutes into the film, I was that's what I was battling. I was trying to do it so that I'm now just mm -hmm. watching it as a viewer that may have not known anything about this. You know, like like maybe I'm watching it as Francis Ford Coppola watching it and seeing how this film could be a film. Um, I didn't like the acting, although Sam Rockwell, even though you know, it's his first film, I, I was very pleasantly surprised. I was, uh, you know, he's one of my favorite actors anyway. He's good, so I was curious. He's I was curious to see how he how he was in his first film, and he didn't disappoint. But that was it. You know, he was he was the only he was the only talent in the film. Um, you know, and, and editing wasn't too bad. Like. You know, from a technical point of view, Clown House is a good film, um, mm -hmm. but it just there's there's a lot of elements that 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 that, that I didn't like about it. Putting aside mm -hmm. the controversy, so th mm -hmm. this this for me hits on an interesting point. Do you think that the uh, the uh, how successfully you can you can separate art from crime the person whatever in this in this context is entirely dependent on 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 how much you can put that to one side when you're watching the film so you just said tony you you really struggled with that did, knowing yeah. what you did so yeah. i know that i would also be someone that struggled with that i know that's you why as well that yeah, yeah and, and and that's not me judge i don't think that this, this clears up something for me this this is not mm. me judging kevin spacey or or, no. or victor or anybody else um, this is me watching a film and not being able to get out of my head what that person either allegedly or actually has yeah. done, and yeah. it, and it and it, it it's there. It dirties my experience yeah. of the film, and depending yeah. on what on what the level is, depending on how much it ruins it, it, it it's difficult. Whereas Ian, you strike me as someone who who right, uh, and and I and I'm slightly jealous. Because, too. <laughs> because your, your experience of the films is much more pure and isn't sullied by the person. So you seem to be successfully able to totally separate them in most cases. I don't know where I, I can get uh, to that place. Yes and no. I still always have those battles. Yeah. I, don't wanna, I don't want to come across like I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Oh, no, no, no. Chopped his wife's head off. I can watch that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want this to be a... Uh, I don't want it to seem like I'm okay. It does Even when I watch Climb House now, it doesn't, it doesn't always... I, it does go through my mind. I mean, sometimes, I mean, I enjoy the film, so I can kind of snap out of that after, like, 20 minutes. Probably the same with you, Anthony. <laughs> like, I can sort of snap out of it. I mean, I'll tell you something. I have... Um, I bought Clown House three times, and I've given it away three times <laughs> because I've yeah. battled with that film. Yeah. Because when I first watched the film, I didn't really know much what happened behind the scenes. All I knew is a clown film. I did know something bad had happened and something, you know, some, something happened. It could have been of a sexual sense, but I wasn't, I was, you know, a teenager. I wasn't really, I didn't go that deep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Like, I, you know, and yeah, as I get older, it does become 
more difficult. I think it's because what makes Clown House different from most films is that, well, one, children are involved. Mm. And two, the, the perpetrator is the is the orchestra, you know, he's the conductor. <laughs> And the the abused is one of the you know one of the players in it, one of the main players, and it's just that's what makes it harder. I think there's that sort of dynamic. You know, it's happened to the person on screen, and they've yes. gone through all this, and it's the person yeah. behind the camera. It's not just the person behind the camera has done something bad, and all these great actors that are you know everything's everything's fine. And I think that's why Cloudhouse is separate from a lot of films. That's because a very good point. The, the predator and and the 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 victim are are binded together in this in this film, and you know even to this day I still struggle with that film. I may even change my mind about it. You know, in a few weeks' time, few years' time. It, sometimes it depends who I talk to. Whenever I talk to anybody that's like, you can separate art from the artist. I feel better, and I'm like, okay, I can still watch this. And then if I talk to people that have that ceiling of like oh you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't watch this i might change it again i can especially with clown house i can be easily influenced to sway either side but i think today i'm still um i'm i still think i can still watch i may i may come after this uh after this podcast and be like can i yeah. Can I can I throw a question, a, a, a dilemma question at you, and just yeah. to sort of see, just to see what you what you think to this? Because just this just popped in my head, you know, as we were yeah, talking cool, about, cool. you know, what what Victor had been doing, uh, you know, mm-hmm. to 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 was he twelve? This the, the child was he eleven when it when it was? Uh, maybe yeah, somewhere around somewhere around, 12, yeah. Yeah. somewhere around there, somewhere eleven or twelve. Mm-hmm. So he's a little eleven, twelve year old boy, you know, the youngest one of the the film. Like, how do you think it would have been different had that been an eleven or twelve year old girl? How uh... do you do? You think that that Francis Ford Coppola would still stand behind him? Knowing that, that he had been molested an eleven an eleven year old girl and would still have funded his future films and Disney would have still supported him. Would you think that maybe because it was a boy, you know, and, and Hollywood had uh, allegedly had this thing about you know uh, executives being with with young boys, like you don't hear about them molesting young girls, you hear about them molesting young boys. Do you think that if it, if that 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 young boy was a young girl. Do you think it would have been different? Um, I actually don't know. I have no idea. It's a deep I, question. I, I, I just I, I don't. In, I don't. I, in my I, head. I don't know how these people think. <laughs> no, so I, I, don't, I don't. I yeah. <laughs> I don't. I but don't it's an interesting he, thought. Yeah. It's an interesting thought that because it was a boy in in Hollywood's time of. Of this happening with young boys, had Victor of of molested a young girl? Like, like, like he's he's an out homosexual that that molested a, an eleven year old boy. But what if he was just heterosexual, and he had raped or molested an eleven year old girl? I just think maybe it would have been a different outcome. I don't know. What do you think there'd have been? more of an outcry if it was a girl. I think they would. Yeah, I do. Do you think it's because... Because it goes against the norm of Hollywood at the time. Right, Mm. right. I I don't know. I I think maybe, maybe. 
I, I think I, I was just thinking as well. That that is a very good point. Um, I think I think we can all agree that that, that Hollywood is riddled with hypocrisy, and yeah. uh, and what's right for one person depends very much on who that person is and what they can get away with. Uh, I was also just thinking of an interview that I did with uh, with, with someone who then became a friend who um, went to Hollywood to to try and get a career as a, as an actress, and then turned her back on it because of the way it made her feel. Um, yeah. What she was asked to do in various various circumstances, um, and it just struck me that the the whole of the, the the kind of Hollywood mainstream film scene is riddled with abuse, whether it's sexual yeah. or, or or whatever, you know, whether it's yeah. character abuse, whether it's individual, you know, uh, I mean, we've all we've all got example, we can all think of examples of this. Yeah. Um, so, are we not being hypocritical with saying, "Well, this person who's abused, you know, who's a paedophile or, or has done this, which is horrendous and awful," um, but but isn't all abuse bad? Isn't all abuse terrible? You know, Again, that's... it's different levels, though, isn't it? It's yeah, like, but why you know, are there it's like attempted levels? murder, and then you've got murder. Yeah, so why or then are you've there got accidental levels? murder. This, this is why just... we. This is yeah. why we work in the independent film industry. This is why we love the independent film industry because it, it to some degree, it is is a little bit freer and a little bit away from that that horrible yeah. kind of machine approach to, to film, yeah. which just kind of yeah. rubber rides roughshod over creativity in individuals. Isn't all abuse something we should stand against? Absolutely, yeah, one hundred percent, it is. Yeah, yeah, but I, I do. I mean, why do you? certain crimes have harsher sentence than others. I mean, is there a different level? I mean, people say abuse is abuse, and I, I agree with that. But do you guys think there are different levels of abuse? Oh, definitely. definitely. Like, I would because... say if, if somebody punched me in the face and somebody, like, murdered me at, or raped me, <laughs> I would say that that, that, was, that was more severe. Yeah. Um, They'd be beaten but, up, but like you say, that's that's levels though. That's still levels. Mm -hmm. You know, you could you could have, you know, like like when somebody has a chart and it says, oh, you know, where, where, where's your pain level, and it shows you like at number one to ten. You know, I think, and and you know, just because there's a one to ten and somebody says, oh, it's a two, somebody says it's a three, somebody says it's an eight. Now you could have two people experiencing the same thing. One person mm -hmm. could say that is a two. That 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 is really really sickened and offended me. And then somebody could go. That's an eight. You know, like you could get people that have just got the different levels of what they can take um, as, as opposed to somebody who's like got such a thick skin and it's just like nothing bothers them. You know, it just goes straight mm. off the back. And, you know, so even if there is different levels, um, different people, different types of people can take different, different levels. Um, that doesn't mean it's right. I think. Yeah. I think maybe we're living in a time where we're more self-aware now. And I, mm. I like that part of, of where we're at because I don't think we had that before the internet. I no. think the internet, the one good thing the internet has done has made us all a little bit more self-aware of, of how we're treating other people. And I think that is a good thing. I'd like to believe that. <laughs> yeah. I'd, like, I'd like to believe that. I don't, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't think that's I, reality. No, I, I I know what you're saying. I think, yeah, the internet has made people a bit more conscious about their actions and maybe... Or maybe they're just actions. hiding them better because they're yeah. afraid of getting but I caught. also think the, the internet can jump on bandwagons that uh, might not be yeah. exactly, you know, truthful. Because there's hearsay. I mean, do you know what? 
has any of you, I mean, I have, has any of you ever had like maybe two friends on either side and they've fallen out and you have co two completely different stories from both of them, mm. but there's kind of truth in the middle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of like that. That's why I say if somebody is accused of something, and I, I think the person that's accusing them should be helped along and they should be cared for. But I also think the person that's being accused should also not be, um, should also be maybe even given the, not the benefit of the doubt, but they sh shouldn't be penalized too harshly until a judgment comes in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 unfortunately... Because it's but, chaos. Yeah, it is. It's, and, it's and chaos. I'd love to believe what you believe, Tony, but I don't. No, 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 no. I don't think I got my point across right, because you, what, you're, what you're both saying doesn't seem to go what I was what I was saying. So let me try Let me try again. You're, 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 you're pinpointing the internet as though it's like, you know, there, there's trolls and then there's evil people and then there's, you know, whatever. Like my point was, and to, to, just to take an example, my dad, he's old school. Okay, I think a lot of our dads are old school. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. know, they, they they don't show love, or they don't. You know, the, the, you can't you can't say, "Oh, I'm having a really bad day. I've, I'm struggling with my mental health." Like, there's things you can't say. Like with my dad, I can't say any of this stuff. That generation dismisses things, whereas I'm of the generation now where I'm teaching my girls. There is such a thing as mental health. You've got to be careful. You've got to be. You've got to watch how you treat that 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 other kid at school. You know, bullying is a thing. It will scar them for the rest of life. There's so much more self awareness in this generation. We didn't have the internet before. My dad's generation didn't have the internet. We are more. We're all more talking to people, talking to different people. We're finding out how how we how we act react. Um, so this is a very different time compared to say 20, 30 years ago. So my point is. That this generation, I love this generation because I love that I can give my girls what my dad, my both my parents couldn't give me, and that's that's why I love this time. Does does I, that make it? A bit I see, yeah, I see what you mean. I also I think the three of us are are part of a group where which are very odd. I don't think yeah. we, we are. We don't fit on many levels, but but that's but that's why we're creatives. You know, I, I yeah. think creatives are very different people to non-creatives and therefore the majority of society. The majority of society doesn't feel and see the way the, the world we do. I was at, no, um, I'll, I'll give you an example. I was at a, a Van Gogh uh, experience in London, a massive Van Gogh fan, because I mean, there's a guy that was incredibly, exceptionally creative, but had demons, probably an alcoholic, uh, definitely had struggles with mental illness. Um, and, and, and had he lived now, would probably have lived through it because there would have been more awareness of, of mental illness and everything yeah. else, everything you've just said. And yet yeah. he created incredible work through his pain. Um, yeah. and, and I think what I love about um, the people that are in this room with me tonight, but, but other people as well, is that we create through our pain yeah. and, and, and we master and muster our pain to make our art better. I certainly do that. I know you guys do that as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it comes across in your output and I can see that and I love that. Um, but the majority of people aren't like that, um, no. because my 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 other my other flip side is is customer service for a well known insurance company, and I deal with the other people, um, and they don't get this, and they are knee jerk, and they they will pick up the phone and say the most stupid things you couldn't you wouldn't believe um, in circumstances, and the majority of people will condemn Kevin Spacey and will mm. condemn someone at the yeah. slightest whiff of even the possibility of something going a bit haywire. 
Um, and they're the people that 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 the studios listen to. Studios just yeah. don't listen to us. They don't no. listen to reason. We and they are don't... the minority. Yeah, and and that saddens me because I don't want to ruin be part of something which ruins someone's career because someone was having an off day, didn't like the way he said uh, he wouldn't get a coffee, or you know something, stu- and yeah. therefore made this whole thing up. So if someone makes something up about uh, about someone <laughs> looking at a kid or or something else. It gets onto the internet, um, and, and digital reporter or whoever kind of report it. That person's career is over. I don't like that at all. No, that's that's the that's the toxic side of of like we said but, before, mob mentality. But that's the majority of people. The majority of people condemned for Johnny Depp before he'd even stepped foot in the court courtroom. I think they'd even heard of the evidence. Yeah, because he was guilty. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like no. being part of that society. I also that, think no, no, I yeah. think there's a lot of biases mm. on 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 men yes. when it comes to these sort of things. I think men are always seen, and you know they they are. You know, men from what I've read, and statistically, men are more likely to be the violent one in a relationship and friendship, and generally are the cause of any sort of violent situation majority of the time. But I do think. Um, in the like the Johnny Depp case, yeah, I understand why people would naturally believe, you know, obviously the the the, the so called victim at the time was Amber Heard, and people would believe her. She had pictures and stuff like that. But I think there's a natural um, knee jerk reaction that, and I think people do it subconsciously. Well, it's the man, so he's obviously guilty. Yeah. Um, mm. And people don't see females as much as being the violent perpetrator. Because you know he's a male, he's obviously probably stronger than her, and I think I think that's what it is. And I think if it had been the other way around, if Johnny Depp had, had accused her originally, I think it would have blown up, but maybe not as. I don't even know if she would have. Maybe she would have lost her job. I don't know, but I don't think it would have been that severe. I think people would would have still been questioning, even if she sort of came back and said, "Actually, he's the perpetrator." And I think they would have still gone harder on him, even if he was the first one to call it out. Um, but yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But no, I, 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 I agree. I do, yeah, I, I do think. Yeah, we should um, we should perhaps move to final comments, shall we? And then and then discuss horrible, scary, unfunny Easter Bunny film, and then finish, shall we? <laughs> Sounds good. So, so do you want yeah, to tell us what you thought about it? Tell us what you thought. Don't, Wait a minute, are we doing do final comments? Yeah, does someone want to make final? I just thought if you wanted to oh, say something oh, in final yes. before we talk about the okay. bunny. Yeah, good idea. Ian? Who wants, me, I knew I was going to go first. I just want to say that... Um, I don't really know what I want to say, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that, look... You know... Um, everybody's got a line. Everybody's got a ceiling. And everybody's is different depending on their reasoning or whatever. I don't think people should judge people too harshly on who's, you know, what what their what their line is, Um, and it's not a reflection on their character or how they see the people. Um, Like with Victor Salver and you know all the people that were convicted, I think they're horrible, horrible, disgusting people. Like I, I don't even want to be in the same room as them. uh, oh, there's something happened then. <laughs> Did I go off? No, 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 no. no, no. You're still good. No, it's good. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. 
something. Um, but I have to obviously draw my own line. And yeah. it may not be right. I might be completely wrong. And I might change my mind tomorrow. I might change my mind right after this. But I think people just need to make those decisions themselves and not be too judgmental if somebody else might have a lower ceiling than or a higher ceiling than them. Um, yeah, that's all I want to say. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Tony? So the other day, I, I, I encountered a situation on social media, and this, this, this kind of goes with some of the things we've been saying about toxic, toxic fans and, and, and some of these, these people that, that, that you know, do it like, like a lynch mob. And there was, a, there was a, uh, quite a well-known cult filmmaker, I'm not going to name him, um, on my timeline, and he said that he was being harassed and uh, having all of his social media pages, as well as his videos, as well as his uh, anything that he's ever done, uh, this one particular person was uh, accusing him of being a, a paedophile supporter. Um, and... Uh, and, and this filmmaker obviously was getting very upset, you know, as you would be. Um, all he'd done was, uh, I think he'd put out a, a photo of, of Kevin Spacey, the fact that he'd been acquitted. Uh, he also put out a picture of, of Roman Polanski and maybe a film that he was making. So, so obviously Roman Polanski is this director's, you know, inspiration in the filmmaking world. Um, and he was obviously showing support for Kevin Spacey for actually you know, being acquitted, you know, like so many people was being supportive of the fact that, that he wasn't found guilty. Now, this one particular person made it his mission over a one week, maybe even two weeks, going through every single thing this filmmaker had done, saying that he was a full-on supporter of, 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 of you know, of, of paedophiles and all this, this horrible stuff. And, and that's how scary it can be. And, you know, we've talked about how, how horrible the internet can be when you get a deranged fan. Like, this was obviously a huge fan of this film, this particular filmmaker, and didn't like what he'd posted and, and didn't talk to him about it, didn't ask any questions, just simply went to attack. Um, and that is the scary part of the internet, what we were saying earlier. Um, so, and... You know, and if this this conversation has done anything for me today, I think it's opened my mind a little bit more, uh, just to be more open minded. You know, and like like at the end of the day, with uh, Victor with Victor Salva, um, I, I won't be able to watch Clown House again. Um, nor nor would I go and support anything else that he makes. But when it comes to Mel Gibson and Kevin Spacey, the, I think that you know. My, my line has been lowered a little bit more uh, just from this conversation. That's a good point. I, I think from my point of view, same really. Um, I want to listen a lot more, be a lot less judgmental. Um, I want to enjoy films that I want to enjoy um, and feel the freedom to not watch films that I don't want to enjoy for the reasons that I don't want to enjoy them. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's a, it's a personal thing. I agree with pretty much the same line as, as, as what you guys have already said. My, my line, if I've got one, uh, is, is perhaps more fluid than I think it has been 
before tonight. Um, I still think there is one because I don't think I'm ever going to be at the stage where I, I, I can be as, as Ian is. And, and I'm still kind of like, wish I was. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't want to be judgmental. Um, and we all make mistakes. We're all, we're all, we're all fallible. Um, but at the same time, I don't ever want to be in a situation where I'm perceived as condoning something when I'm clearly not. But it's been yeah. a good conversation. Um, unlike where we're going to end when we start talking about the Beast of Bunny. Because, oh my goodness! So, thanks to the Beaster Bunny, Daniel doesn't want to do our so bad, it's bad, it might be good, it's really bad. Uh, he's quit. He's quit this segment of the show now because of this one film. This is the film that broke Daniel. And this is off the back of the week before when we were doing Aquarium of the Dead, which I love, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> right, so I, I'm going to be a very bad host. I'm going first on this one because I hated this film with every fibre of my being and I only watched 10 minutes of it. Um, and, and I don't normally do that. Uh, I, I hated the act. I say acting. I hated the speaking of lines in some vaguely coherent way. Uh, the bunny was not the bunny on the poster. The bunny was a marionette, and it was a bad marionette. The CGI, quite frankly, I've seen better CGI on Rainbow. Um, George and Zippy did better CGI before CGI was invented. Yes, I am that old. Um, the, gratuitous, um, the gratuitous boobs... Um, I'm a, I'm, only a, got worse. I'm a red-blooded male, but I mean, for goodness sake. Uh, I checked out on the first kill because, quite frankly, no one reacts that badly or that lack of that lack of reaction when they've had their hand cut off. I mean, he looked disinterested that he'd lost his hand. Perhaps he thought he'd got another one. I don't know. It was a horrible film. It thought it was funny. It wasn't. Um, it was bad, bad, very bad. Uh, so I'm just going to say the exact same thing that I say after we watch these films, Daniel. And you expect <laughs> you expect a Kubrickan piece of art. It's a nice new word. Uh, yeah, Kubrickan. like like this is this is where we differ. I feel like we just say it's probably good we've stopped this because I feel like I say the same thing every week, <laughs> which is a film like this. You know, you're either all in for the serious or you're all in for the cheese. Now, this film, as bad as it, it was, horrendously bad. Like, I'd give it maybe a two, maybe a two, no, two. I'd only go two on this. Um, but the thing was, they, they took the cheesiness to a whole new level because of, like, you know, like, oh, they weren't actors, fine. But, you know, they, they, they took it to a place where it was pure cheese, like, like just like running and screaming the arms in the air. Like it was just, uh, now the thing, the only thing that I liked about this film, uh, usually I can find a few things that I like with this film. And this is why it's only got two. I liked two of the, 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 uh, the, the character. I don't want to say actors, the two, two characters, <laughs> there's two characters in this film that stuck. You wouldn't know this because you only got to 10 minutes. I don't, maybe they didn't even get, you didn't even see the mayor. So you wouldn't have even seen the mayor. Uh, who was hilarious because he was so bad, but he was hilariously bad. Um, and then there was the leader, not the leader, but the the, the main guy of the, the dog catching squad that we follow. Ian will know what I'm talking about because he did an hour. Um, he he was genuinely funny in places. Like he gave it his all, uh, like when we watched uh, House Shark. You know, it was that kind of extreme silliness in such a bad way. It was actually quite funny. The only problem I had was that these two characters were only in maybe about 10 or 15% of the film. The rest of it, oh, it was it was filler. It was it was 
you know, bad CGI. It was just there, there was about twenty different storylines going on that wasn't needed. Had they just stuck with those two characters that worked, like how Shark did, you know, had you stuck with a couple of characters that that really pulled it along, it would have been fine. But they didn't. It was, I mean, it was a mess of a film, but I did really like those two characters. So that was that was my why I gave it a two. Ian. So, full disclosure. <laughs> Oh, you didn't watch any of it. No, no, no. I I watched about an hour. I don't really like bad, bad movies. Um, So maybe my judgment's going to be a bit skewed. I I like movies that are made sincerely and then they turn out bad. I think that's more funny um, when everybody is, like, not in on it. Like, I feel like these type of films that, like, everybody's like, okay, we're making a bad film on purpose. And I don't yeah. always feel like I, I don't really laugh at that. It's like I call people that make these sort of films, um, you might have to bleep this out, but I call them bedroom wank filmmakers. It's just people laughing at their own crap. And I'm like, you know, like when you watch the Troll 2 or The Room and they were yeah. made with, you know, people were really sincere. The director thought yeah. he was making a masterpiece and it just, yeah. it's just yeah. not. I find that funnier. Anyway, yeah. apart from that. So I'll give you the likes and what I didn't like. <laughs> I actually thought some of the the lines were pretty witty in, in this film. Um, like there was a line where the, the daughter was talking to her dad in a restaurant and they kept swapping the food over. And yeah. um, she said, I'm a plant dad. You need to open your wallet and water me. Because <laughs> obviously yeah. she was out of work and she needed yeah. money. I just... There's some lines like that that were quite great. And I actually thought her acting was not too bad. Um, I thought the daughter was quite good in it. I thought yeah. the dad was okay. I yeah. thought his lines were really good. But he got away with it. Um, yeah. I really did not like the lead actor, who reminded me of a cross between Justin Long and Ben Affleck, but somebody forgot to add water to him. I just, I just, <laughs> he was overacting. Yeah. He, he knew he was in a bad film yeah. and that that took me out of it and I thought he actually, <laughs> if they actually got an actor that really took this seriously it would have been funnier but anyway so he was annoying every time he was on screen I, I sort of switched off I was like this guy's horrible um, the 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 breast, the first breast reveal, <laughs> nearly. <laughs> so full disclosure, I was driving while I was watching this, right? But I was you in heavy traffic. You don't want to disclose that. <laughs> no, I don't mind. I was in heavy traffic. I was starting and stopping. It was like, you know, it wasn't distracting me. But when those came out and they bounced and it was just really <laughs> out of left field. It was ridiculous, I nearly, yeah. I nearly crashed the car. <laughs> I did, did not expect that. Um, so, um, I mean, to be fair, after that point, I did start to pay attention. I thought, okay, <laughs> this is going to go in crazy um, places. So yeah. um, the mayor, I did like the mayor. I, again, I felt like he was in on it. Oh, in yeah. on the joke of the film, so it kind yeah. of was like, uh, I just, mm. yeah. But he was still quite good, actually. I think in certain films he would do well. Uh, the bunny was awful, <laughs> off, like not even accidentally. I don't even know if it, it was, was a bunny. <laughs> I had no, yeah. It was just, yeah. I don't even know if it was a puppet or no. it was stop enemy. I had no I idea what was I going on. What it was. I don't the, know. The, Foley and the ADR was terrible in that film. 
yeah, the bun. Do you know whenever the bunny would appear, I was like, oh yeah, it's a giant bunny killer film. I would, I'd sort of forget once it left. I'd be like, okay, yeah. we're back to a bad movie with storylines don't make sense and don't. They start but they don't finish, and you know, yeah, as you said, Anthony, like there's a lot of uh, places it goes, and then the bunny would appear. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a killer bunny film, and it's yeah. awful, and he doesn't sound menacing. He doesn't. It's just, it just wasn't. I was going to say it wasn't needed, but was any of it needed? <laughs> Um. So, oh, is he gone? <laughs> oh, there he is. He's back. So, I would say, uh, I would say, I did enjoy some of the witty lines. I thought, oh, it's actually, it's not just descriptive lines like, "Hey, I'm gonna go into this room now." Okay, see you later. It wasn't like that. It was yeah. you know, some witty lines, a couple of good actors in it, but yeah, the movie was a complete waste of time. Um. I would, I, you know, I wish I did crash the car because that would have been more fun than watching this movie. So, and that's my review. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, 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 I agree with what you were saying, Tony. About my issue with this is that I have to have something to hook into, and, yeah. and for me, terrible acting just turns yeah. me off. I can't get past it. And and you, you yeah. seem to have yeah. a very low bar. No, just I <laughs> came out wrong. I do. I find the good in the bad. Yeah, um, so you have a very low bar in what you find acceptable yeah. to watch when it comes to acting. And, and acceptable. Let's let's make sure that that is understandable. That I find it acceptable. I don't necessarily get excited by it. But no. this film, I did get excited by how how excruciating it was to 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 watch these, uh, these it, make this film. It's yeah. just right. So there's there's a. I was I was watching the review. I had more fun reading the reviews and and people amusingly and and eloquently ripping it to shreds. Um, yeah. This is my favourite paragraph of the four or five reviews. So I'm going to read this. To you. Okay. So reportedly made for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, the creators clearly spent most of that on drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of drugs. I reckon. I reckon that's true. That they took constantly throughout the making of this abomination. There yeah. is no way this film cost that much money. It looks like a film student class project, which I thought was quite offensive to film class students because I'm sure I've seen better films from film class students than what this looked like. And I just is it is it easy to to kind of move into? Let's have no budget. I know I'm talking to Tony, but I've got no budget. Let's make a horror film. But at least Invasion of the Not Quite Dead is a good, innovative horror film. And I know I'm biased, but it is. It, it's it's not that. It's not it's not Beastie Bunny Easter stupidity. No. You know. No. It, I might have had more fun had I made a Beastie Bunny part two. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but, and I think, but, but I think that that is 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 probably why filmmakers. Do tend to make these kind of films on no next to no budget. They get out and they just do whatever they want, and there's no real, there's no real stress, and they're just having fun with it. Uh, it when you make serious, uh, you can basically become deranged and turn yourself <laughs> inside out, and your brain is less. You know, you, you might as well be a, have a two year old's brain. Um, that's what it does to you. It's like it's like being on drugs for 50 years um so i don't i can see why filmmakers choose the, the happier life even though they're not getting good reviews from you it doesn't matter to you. <laughs> who cares about me there's only only people in belgium listen to my view anyway. I, 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 I'd, watch... <laughs> I, I'd watch i'd watch house shark again that was just fun but this is my yeah. point though see i think yeah. if you're going to make a film that's knowingly bad 
knowingly knows, if that's the thing, um, that it's on the low budget. And it's, it, it, it's got to be kind of either completely, extremely tongue-in-cheek, but they're throwing everything at it. They're giving it everything, um, yeah. which is what they do in House Shark brilliantly. I'd yeah. watch House Shark again. It was yeah, just so much fun because their fun and the fun they're having is infectious. On, on, on Beast of Bunny, I didn't get the feeling anybody was having fun with this film at all. You know, it was a drudge to watch, and it looked like a drudge to make, and and that just you know you watch you watch how sharp these guys are having the time of their lives, yeah. and and I that just makes me smile. And I'm sorry, but still that bit where that where the shark, the paper mache shark, pulls the laser gun is my favourite bit in film history in 2023. That was just yeah. that shark's got a laser gun. <laughs> This, though, this finishes this segment. Let's do something else next week. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, no, I think I think we are retiring. <laughs> we are retiring the fun. And, and I'm all for gratuitous breasts, but, I mean, there's got to be some reason for them. I mean, at least for the first one we did when the ants were attacking, she was at <laughs> least attempting to throw her bra at the massive 50-foot ants she, to try and stop it in a, some way. She had a purpose. Yeah, it was stupid, but, I mean, at least yeah, there was a reason. She, yeah. And and I'm sorry, but I can't condone a film that nearly got Ian crashing. You know, that's just no, no, no. Frankly, no, but, but luckily, you <laughs> never had to see the last fifteen minutes. So. Oh. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you stopped driving, you had no reason to go back to it, did you? So no, no, <laughs> no, no. So. Yeah, so let's not do that. Let's do something different next week because yeah. I don't want to be doing that anymore. I don't want to just. Dis- I can't cope with the disappointment. It just breaks me every time. Do you know what you should do? You should um, you should if whatever the topic that you're talking about, maybe you should um, review a, a, like a like an underappreciated or under the radar film from that topic. So if it's like a, I don't know, if it's like a buddy cop movie, like maybe talk about a buddy cop movie that no one. Probably most people haven't seen, and it's you know a bit of a hidden gem. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's less fun. <laughs> I know I quite like that idea. Yeah, the only problem with that is that Daniel and me, we might have two very different ideas of what a, an an uncovered gem is. With right. Daniel's standards being as high as they are, so right, and so mine they... being as low as they are. <laughs> <laughs> So, so next week we were going to talk about um, robot films, weren't we? So Terminator, things like that, you know. Um, yeah, anything there, with killer robots. There must be an unappreciated film in that sort of killer robot genre. There is. Would you like me to say it now, or do you want yes, me to I save like it for the show? It, yeah, oh, you do. Because um, I need to watch it, don't I? Chopping Mall. Have you seen that? No. Then you will... Well, I don't. I can't. It's, it's not safe for me to say you'll love it because you're not. You're not always like me. Are they good? You just boobs for no reason in it. No. Good. No. It's 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 uh, mid eighties. Uh, I only experienced me, it. Then. Yeah, I know. Um, and I only experienced it maybe about three years ago. Okay. Um, and I, it's one of it's one of my top twenty eighties horror films now. Sci-fi horror. Chopping Mall. And it also has a robot, a killer robot. So this is so fitting. I, I shall find it out and I'll watch it for next week. Yes. Right. I, I think we're almost done, aren't we? I think we are. This has been the most epic uh, show we've we've ever done, with, especially with the runtime. So. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Ian, yeah. Eighteen I, hours. 
Thank you, thank you so much. That was a great idea, and and I shall I shall extend your clean feed license. I shall I shall open it out to uh, to none expiring. So anytime you want to pop up, we'll let you know when we're doing the shows. Just just pop up, and uh, you're always welcome. Okay, I didn't bore anyone, did I? No, it was brilliant. <laughs> it was brilliant, and I think you actually, helped us. We were I think we were entertaining, but we actually made some very good, valid points, which is a first for us. I think we never ever we we entertain. But we never make any good valid points. So. No, no, no. Maybe, maybe a different show that's a bit more upbeat. <laughs> well, yeah, this is this is, us, this is the dark one. <laughs> we could jo- you could join us. We're going to do a Halloween special on Halloween, probably. So you could join us for a Halloween special if you want to. Yeah, yeah, like I'll, yeah, I'll do that. So it'll be dark but fun, stabby but yeah. fun, yeah, yeah. fun stabby. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, and we could talk about um, yeah for that one. We could talk about the uh, the the recent completed trilogy of Halloween versus the original films, and you know, lots of fun. Oh yeah, I've got big opinions on those. Oh, I thought I, I you know, I sensed you would. I like that. I like that a lot. So yes, please come and join us for our Halloween special. Sure. Right. Well, I think that's us done. Should we? Should we all say good night and uh, and I should go and try out my new bed. Don't watch Clown House. That's my no. Oh, I have started watching Chucky, the TV series. That I like that. It is, yeah, that is good. It's good. I need yeah. to check that out. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's much better than the remake film, which was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, I I shall say thank you very much again, Ian, for joining us. Um, and uh, thank and you. yes, looking forward to hearing your opinions on the uh, recent Halloween films for ha- for Halloween. Halloween special. Yeah. Yeah, you got anything to say, Tony? You're just gonna. Uh, no, go only, only, only that that I'm. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go watch a film. <laughs> I'm actually gonna do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go and watch Shopping Mall. Yeah. Good See on. you next week. Thank you. See you later.